It's time. It's time. Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Lecce on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome to the game. T-Town Tide at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. A lot of things happening in the world of college football. We've got a committee member that is going to be stepping away. So now we're down from 13 most important people in college football. Now we're down to 12. You cannot have a sitting athletic director on a team that's been reprimanded by its own conference uh, there for unfair competition. Remember, we talked about integrity, did we not, about the committee? We talked about integrity. Uh, this guy doesn't really provide that example. So Ward Manuel will resign from the selection committee immediately, and now the 13 becomes 12. Uh, that will be one of the topics that we'll dive into. We've got Rodney Orr coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll have a chance to feature him. We'll also talk with Brent Beard. We've got Lee Sterling coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll do SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction, ASME certification, I-beam installation, fabrication. If you're building from the ground up, let's build something together. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to allow you to be a part of the show. We always invite you to do that. We'll go through the Parlay Picks coming up in a couple of minutes, but we start with Rodney or TiterInsider.com, TiterInsider.com, T-I-T-B-W-V-U-A, each Tuesday, 6.30, 10.30, with our very own Gary Harris. It's also archived there on TiterInsider.com. Rodney, I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Ryan, I am doing well. How are you? Hey, good, good, good. I hope you are, too. And uh, it has uh, been a very, very busy week and a lot of guessing games. But uh, let's go back to Kentucky for just a couple of minutes from your perspective. Uh, great performance by Alabama. Uh, to go mm -hmm. on the road and play the way they did. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the one concern I had was uh, you're coming off a big win over LSU, a lot of emotion spent. It was a night game, uh, so much surrounding that game. Uh, you know, just a just a great, great performance. And, and then all of a sudden, you don't have a lot of time to recoup. You know, you got to emotionally uh, – you know, catch your breath real quickly and, and get ready for a team on the road that there's a good team, a physical team um, at, at their place and an early kickoff. And I think that was the real concern, Ryan, for me was, you know, how Alabama would start that game. And I have to admit, I was a little bit surprised. I did think they would have a little bit of a hangover. I thought they'd win the game, but I didn't think that they would come out, you know, the way they did. And, you know, once again, I, I say this. I mean, I look at the offense. I look at the way they're progressing. I look at, uh, you know, the offensive line is, is really progressed. And Jalen Milrose taking some really big steps over the last three or four weeks. I mean, it's, it's been pretty incredible to watch uh, him and his development. You mentioned that offensive line, you know, and we talked about it last week with Roberts being plugged in. I know that uh, the, the photo that we talked about that uh, Gary took down the sidelines of the Alabama LSU game uh, following uh, that contest. And, and you look, I mean, Roddy, this is going to be a simple question, but did Roberts change it that much? I mean, it's hard for me to say that. Um, I, I think he certainly 
has been a, a, a key figure. Um, you know, I just think that early on, it wasn't just one position. Uh, you know, you had Caden Proctor, left tackle, who was a, a true freshman. You had Booker, who had switched over from right guard to left guard. Uh, you know, you, Seth had a little bit of a hand injury. Uh, you know, of course, we know about J.C. Latham. He was pretty much settled in. I, I just think it was a combination of things that, you know, when you have an offensive line that, that, that hasn't worked together a lot, there are some young players. It takes, take, takes time to develop that cohesiveness, that unity, uh, that confidence in a lot of those guys, especially maybe Caden a, a, a Proctor uh, in his situation as a true freshman. So I think all of those things contributed to it. But I do think this about Jaden Roberts. I think he certainly solidified some things. When he got his opportunity against Texas A&M to come in and start that game, I mean, he just uh, honestly it surprised me because here's a guy that you would have looked at and said, okay, if you want to technically – right out the, the, the top three players at that position. He would have been number three at, at one point earlier in the season. So uh, I think he's done a fantastic job, and I think all of those guys have really started to mesh well. In your opinion, I know it's all about playing time and availability, but in your opinion, you've watched him play at the high school level. you think he could play one of the tackle spots? I do. Okay. I do. We're talking about Jaden Roberts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Roberts. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I'm not an offensive line guru. Let me be honest with you there. But but listen, Roddy, don't kid yourself, man. You've been watching uh, recruits longer than anybody that we talk to. Uh, So you know what they look like and you know what they – their body shape. uh, And Mm -hmm. I I just thought – I thought he was DJ Fluker in high school, but a little bit – he could move a little better even than DJ. That's when I saw him in high school because I was really surprised because, you know, he was originally committed to Auburn. He flipped Alabama on that early signing day on that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he he flipped on that day, uh, and that was a big pickup. He was from the same high school, Galena Park North Shore, as Damian George. It was a year behind Damian. They played on the same high school team. Can you imagine? You know, they, and they had the running back Evans that was so good. Uh, that was a that was a fantastic high school team. I mean, they've got a great program. But I remember talking to the uh, uh, offensive line coach out there. Uh, I you know had developed a relationship with over the last few years. And I called him on signing day morning and said, I understand Jaden's going to flip to Alabama. And he said, well, I can't confirm that for you yet. I just can't say anything. He said, but so we got to talking about him. And he said, man, you really got to have to watch this tape that we just got out on him. And I flipped it on and I'm sitting here going, this guy's mammoth. Now, again, I, I don't I don't know how he compares to where DJ Fluker ended up here physically in terms of size. But when I saw him, you know, pulling out and <laughs> coming down the field, I'm thinking, man, that looks just like DJ Fluker. Uh, and again, maybe not quite as big, but he just gave me that impression. And you know, Fluker's played both spots. I mean, sure, he played right sure. tackle. He has played in the interior in the NFL. I think that might might be where he's played the most. But uh, so you're asking me a question: Could he play right tackle? Yeah, I think he could definitely. Rodney, when you look at this team, we thought about you know last week they might st- you know start a little sluggish. They didn't do that. Um, in your opinion, what are you watching for tomorrow? Because we think this team has turned the corner. The last 10 quarters have been great for Alabama. When you look at the way they play, they've they've opened up with a physical domination. What are you going to be watching for tomorrow? I know it's an inferior competition, but it's, you know, playing up to that, you know, standard, that faceless opponent that we hear so many players talk about. What are you going to be watching for tomorrow? Same thing. I mean, I think I think it's important that they come out fast and, you know, pretty much uh, 
do what they do uh, and do it well, do it on a high level, because, look, they've made a lot of improvement. And, you know, now's not the time to, to look back. Now's not the time to slack off. Uh, this is, you know, this is a step. I think this is an opportunity because this team, to me, even though they've made a tremendous amount of improvement, I know a lot of people are singing their praises. I get all that, and, and they're all due. But at the same time, you really haven't, you really haven't reached your ceiling. You, you, I, and I, I'm sure that Nick Saban has driven that home. That not that they haven't arrived, but that you've got a lot more in you. Uh, this team uh, to to get better and to improve. And I think they could make a lot of improvement over the next couple of weeks before they even play Georgia, actually. Uh, You know, again, I've seen Milrow take, uh, have a growth spurt. Like maybe I've not seen a quarterback have, you know, just all of a sudden over three or four weeks, he's he's, he's just starting to transform right before your eyes. Uh, You know, I looked at him in the Arkansas game and I honestly, I had to say to myself, okay, he made some plays in this game, but, You know, in the second half, it was some of the same stuff we've seen. Is he ever going to take that next step? And then after that, he because we'd seen spurts of it. I mean, we saw it at Texas A&M. We saw saw the ability. But are we going to get to that point where we're going to say, hey, we're expecting him kind of like Tua or kind of like Bryce or or even Mac? You know, you're expecting them to play well. So are we going to sit here having to guess if he's going to be, you know, on his game or not on his game, or are we going to get to that point where we're expecting him to be on his game? And I think we're getting closer to expecting him to be on his game. And here's the scary thing about Milrow. He's putting up some numbers. I mean, these are numbers. Six touchdowns in this last game, uh, what he did with the four rushing touchdowns and then the, the you know, against LSU. Uh, the, he's putting up numbers on the ground as, as a runner. And, and, and I get some people say, well, some of those were one-yard sneaks, but no – he had 155 yards rushing against LSU. So we see what he can do with his legs, too. So the point I'm getting at is uh, I think his ceiling is even higher. I don't think he's come close to really scratching what he can do. Uh, he's getting closer. But, Ryan, I'm telling you, if he gets to the point where, and this is what I think his next step is, just my opinion, is if, if on third and five, if he takes that seven-yard throw that's open, and doesn't throw it down the field to Jalen Hale, even though it's a good throw uh, in terms of you know the accuracy. But it was it was into coverage, so it probably wasn't the smartest throw for him. Uh, but if he'll get to where he takes that seven yard throw, sees that Amari Nyblack over the middle open for the first down, if he takes that, I, I don't. He's going to be it's going to be tough to defend him. I mean, it's going to be it's already tough, but it's going to be really difficult because all of a sudden his whole game starts to kind of round into place. Rodney, when you look at the University of Alabama, they played their self in, and uh, I know I, I put an article up on Tide109.com earlier today that, uh, you know, just my thoughts on the college football playoff side of things. Uh, when we walked out of the Texas-Alabama game, I think we, we looked at it and said, um, well, uh, if Alabama can get to 10 wins, possibly compete for an SEC Western side, then it would might be Nick Saban's best coaching job. Forget about all that. They've got a chance to go play for a national title. They've got a chance to go win an SEC. Uh, this team has turned the corner that much. When you look at this team, um, I always said it, and I said it in the article, Nick Saban's an overachiever. He proved a lot of us wrong, and I'm one of those that I will raise my right hand and look at you 
I didn't think this was a championship caliber team. And I think Nick Saban even made those comments back on the Nick Saban show back in early August that he thought that this team, you know, had some makings of a championship caliber team. But he, I think he was even uh, transparent with this team. I think they've proved a lot of us wrong, including myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can still remember <laughs> after the Texas game, uh, leaving Bryant-Denny Stadium. You know, uh, vividly in my mind, you know, the Texas band out there playing the eyes of Texas on sorority row. I mean, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, you know what, uh, this, this might not be a good season. Um, you know, I just didn't like what I saw that night. Um, but it, it was a team that a lot of people felt like, and, and, and we did know, let's be honest too. We said this, how many times on your show, we talked about it. You and I talked about it. Basically everybody talked about it. Texas was catching Alabama at the great time. I mean, if they were going to, going to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, it would have to be the first or second week of the season. And they had them on week two. I mean, it's a great, caught, caught them at the right time. Um, but that team, what's happened since then and, and, you know, Nick Saban had to hold them together. I, I, but I'll say this now, Ryan. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go back a step further. And, and we've talked about this on your show, too. I think this actually started last year in, in the Ole Miss game. Uh, you know, we, we talked about they were on the edge after losing to LSU. They had this great recruiting class. There was a lot of talk going on. It was starting to bubble about, you know, Nick Saban's lost it. He's losing it. He, you know, this and that. And, uh, you know, they lose that Ole Miss game. I don't, I'm not really sure what direction the end of last season would have taken and how it might have spilt over into this year. But they found a way to win that game. They ended 11-2. and two. They beat Kansas State, you know, so so they finished 11-2. and two. And then, you know, this year they have that er- the early problems. But as they've developed, uh, this team right now is like you said. I mean, it's all in front of them, man. They they and they've got the they've got the potential, Ryan, to to improve a lot over the next two weeks. I, I truly believe that. You know, right now, I mean, people say, well, what do you think about Georgia? Well, you know, I'm not really thinking that much about Georgia because you you know, obviously, uh, you got Auburn coming up next week down there. There's a lot of things that can happen. We know that series. We know how it works, especially down there. I mean, a lot of crazy things have happened. So, um, but if you start looking ahead, and, and I think right now Georgia's the best team I've seen to me. You know, I, I really don't think it's that debatable, but I think Alabama's the team that is coming. They're the team that's coming, and the, they've got the potential. They got they have the players that can match up with Georgia. Uh, you know, and I think they've got a lot of room. I'm not sure Georgia's going to get a lot better over the next two weeks. And I know that sounds like a short period of time, but what if, what if, what kind of progress have we seen from Alabama over the last three weeks, Ryan? You follow me? Yeah. So two weeks, they can still make more progress. It, it, even though it seems like a short period of time, I still think they can make some growth during that time. You know, as I look at it, I'm not sure there's another team in college football that matches up better with Georgia than the University of Alabama. I mean, as I look and I go through my head and I go through the playoff contenders right now, I go Georgia-Washington. Well, that that would be, whew, that'd uh, be ugly. Um, Georgia-Oregon. It, I don't think it'd be no contest. Georgia-Texas. I mean, I go through the list. I'm, I'm not sure anybody other than Alabama that can derail these dogs right now. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I mean, I don't uh, like saying it. I mean, I feel like I no, 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 no. I'm, I'm a little I'm, serene, but um. <laughs> I'm with you. Like I said, I think they're the best team I've seen, um, and I give it to them. Um, 
you know, again, I, uh, Alabama's got a lot of business to take care of. They've got a lot of improvement to make over the next few weeks. They can't go into those games to, to Auburn and make the same mistakes that they made against Kentucky. You know, after obviously they got off to a fast start, but then there were some mistakes. They lost their momentum a little bit. Uh, you know, of course, they regained themselves and all of that. Uh, but but I think they have uh, still a lot of sharpening up to do. Uh, so if they can obviously get through the next two weeks, which we think tomorrow should be fine, but but down there at Auburn it's going to be a be a challenge. And if they can get through that, then then we'll start figuring out Georgia then. But uh, I, I think you're right, 100. percent I agree with you. Can Alabama compete with Georgia? Can Alabama beat Georgia? Yes, I, I think they can. Uh, but they still got a little bit more sharpening up to do, in my opinion. Rodney, I'd love to get some reaction because you not only cover the University of Alabama, but uh, not as close to the other SEC programs, uh, obviously, as the University of Alabama, but I'd like to get your reaction. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, the experiment with Bobby Petrino, it didn't work. Uh, we thought it did, you know, it would have a chance to explode. Um, Jimbo Fisher is fired uh, coming off a win against Mississippi State. Certainly Zach Arnett fired, but uh, that was probably a little bit more predictable. But um, your reaction to Jimbo Fisher being replaced? was surprised. You know, I thought it might come, but I didn't think it would come. And if it came this year, I didn't think it would come, you know, right after that game. Um, and, but, I, but again, I thought he might have another year in him. Um, you know, so, so – but, but again, I've seen Texas A&M. You know, I, I lived out there for 30 years, and I've watched Texas A&M for many, many years, and I've seen how they've gone through coaches and things that have happened – uh, so I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. Um, but you know, uh, it's the way it is. I mean, they're paying a lot of money, Ryan. They've, let's just be honest about it. Yeah. Obviously they gave Jimbo a huge raise, even though he had 75 million, they bumped him up to what 90 million or whatever it was back in, I think it was 2021. Um, and they're paid a lot of money for their recruits. I mean, I know that sounds bad, but I mean their NIL program. They they set it up to 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 get guys to help them recruit uh, with that NIL program, and they they in, have invested a lot into their program facilities and everything. I mean, you know they don't uh, lack for anything out there, and and they they want results, and they want results now. You know they they wanted them last year, year before. Uh, so I, I just think that they felt like that Jimbo was not going to, to produce. And I'll tell you another thing, too, because I know I know how it works, and I know you do, too. Uh, when you've got two programs in a state, whether it's Alabama and Auburn or Texas and Texas A&M, in this case, Texas, Texas A&M, and A&M looks over there, and they see Texas kind of waking up a little bit, you know, even though Texas hadn't been to me since the Alabama game, I haven't been very impressed. They've narrowly escaped games that they, you know, could have lost easily the last two weeks to inferior teams. Uh, but with that said, Texas A&M sees Texas as a playoff contender right now, and they, you know, this this is that, that bothers them, um, and they want to make sure. Hey, we're going. They're coming into the SEC. Texas is coming into the SEC next year. We're gonna we're going to be playing Texas probably every year now. Uh, we're not. We're, we're going to correct this thing now. So that doesn't. From that perspective, maybe it shouldn't surprise me. Reminds me of another program in this state um, <laughs> when you look at it. Um, Rodney, uh, keep, people keep texting me to ask uh, an update. I know you and I spoke about it earlier today on the phone, but uh, any recruiting updates that are significant uh, that, that you can provide? I know that we're, what, a month away from 
this early signing period that has become National Signing Day. Uh, any thoughts on maybe some some key selections, or how do you think this Tide team will close? You know, it's a, it's a good question because I think they obviously want a running back. There's probably two or three guys out there that I'd keep an eye on. Daniel Hill from Meridian to Alabama, Tennessee, and South Carolina. <clears throat> I don't know what direction he's going to go. It's been – I don't want to say he's been all over the map, but it's just been a long process with him. He's been here I don't know how many times, 20, whatever. So I'm not real sure with that. Kiwan Lacey from Lancaster, Texas. Uh, he was here for the LSU game. He's a really good-looking back, formerly committed to Nebraska. Now, Alabama's certainly in there pretty heavily with him, Florida, Ole Miss, maybe a couple of others. New kid, I say a new kid. There's a name that's going to be in town this weekend, uh, Jaden uh, Bow from uh, uh, – he's committed to Arkansas. He's from actually from Decatur, Georgia. And he is a really good-looking back. He's about six feet two fifteen. He's rated a three-star. I think he's better than that. Watching his tape, uh, he's really powerful. Kid speed. He has a, he has a lot of the. He's a really good receiver too. So he may be a guy to keep an eye on at the running back spot. Left tackle. That or I say left tackle. Offensive tackle. Jordan Seaton. He was in my Firecracker Five back in uh, sure, sure. July fourth. Yeah. So. Really, the other four guys have already committed three to Alabama, so I've missed on one. And so we'll see what Seton does. Uh, but Alabama's in there, Ohio State, Tennessee, uh, Florida. You know, there's there's other schools, Colorado. Uh, there's several schools in there. We'll see if Alabama can, can get him. And think about this. Think about the success with J.C. Latham, Tyler Booker from IMG Academy, same school. Uh, and of course, Evan Neal was an IMG guy. Uh, so maybe that helps Alabama a little bit, the pipeline. Um, you know, looking elsewhere, probably on the defensive line, you certainly need some guys. This guy from Canada named Steve, and I think you and I have talked about this before. His last name is just almost impossible to pronounce. Mboa? Uh, Close enough. Something like perfect. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, Alabama's in that real strong uh, Elias Williams out of Hudson, Florida, is a guy that Alabama's in on, committed to Missouri. Uh, William Eccles over in Mississippi uh, is committed to Ole Miss. Uh, they're in on him. Uh, now he does have a couple of sisters in school, I understand, at Ole Miss, and the family kind of prefers that he, you know, it's kind of – I think they prefer that if, if all else is equal that he would stick with his commitment, but we'll see. You know, that could change. Um, Dylan Evans is the one that really, Ryan, I, I think is, is going to be interesting. He, he, he's from uh, Longview, Texas. He's a four-star rated player. Some people may even have him a five-star. He's a really good player. Um, he's an outstanding prospect committed to Texas A&M. So how does this impact him with Jimbo Fisher, uh, with his visit coming up to Alabama in December? You know, you need to watch that, see what happens there. Uh, and also this, I'll say this, and I don't know who might come available in the transfer portal, but we know that that could ha be an impact as well. And with Jimbo leaving Texas A&M, you know, how, does that impact any of those 15 five-star defensive linemen they've signed over the last three years? Because you know what? Probably out of those, how many ever there really were, I'm, I'm a, let's say 10, uh, that were either high four or, or, or five-star rated players, Alabama was probably in on four or five or six of those guys. 
So uh, maybe that maybe they some of those guys hit the transfer portal. But uh, but I think that I think if the corner you always want a corner if you can find the because Alabama could potentially lose both corners. So you know those are just some of the positions that I think uh, and some of the players that that maybe we watch for. Solomon Williams is another player I should mention out of Tampa, Florida. He's a pass rush guy, defensive end, outside backer. Uh, Alabama and Oregon are probably his top two. And then I'll say Jay Sean Ross from Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. He's another one of those outside backer types, very athletic. Uh, he visited here. Both he and Solomon Williams were here for the LSU game. So uh, those are some of the names I'd keep an eye on. Hey, your son is in ministry up in Iowa. Is it close to Ames, Iowa? I think he's about two or three hours away. Okay. He's in Des Moines. He's okay. in Des Moines. Okay. Well, I was going to tell him to go put an Alabama shirt on and go to the Iowa State game because uh, <laughs> uh, go Cyclones. I mean, they could help us out this week, and I know that you – Well, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because all of his in-laws are, uh, you know, big Iowa State. They all graduated from Iowa well, State. Well, we were too this weekend. Go yes, Iowa State. Yes. yes. Well, they reminded me when I visited up there that, that they deserved half of that national they championship. and what was it, 2011? Is it that was, when it was? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, 2011, yeah. That they deserve half of that. I said, you can have it. You can have it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come down. We'll put a little you know, little bracket down there on the bottom of our trophy, uh, thanks to Iowa State. But uh, we could use their help a little bit more. And uh, we're also Oregon State fans because uh, those guys could do some damage out to Washington and then play Oregon next weekend. So, uh, And, you know, the big thing about that 11 o'clock tomorrow, and, and I, may, I need to put this disclaimer out there, this is not a television game on the actual, you know, television side of things. You're going to have to stream this. So if you're trying to find it, don't go at 11 o'clock going, I can't get my streaming to work. Well, because I have the same problem. I, I literally have to call my daughter in and be like, I can't get this stuff to work. So she fixes it for me. Um, May have a plan tomorrow morning, and I'd probably test it uh, early. If not, you're going to have to race to Bryant Diddy Stadium, and if you'll stand out there and hold your fingers up, I promise you, somebody will walk by and say, "Here's two tickets." Uh, it's it's they're they're unlimited out there. So uh, I just checked uh, tickets going for about four dollars uh, on the on the market. So are you kidding? Yeah, it's cheap. It's it's peanuts. Yeah, th- this is uh, yeah, it's not good. Wow. So four 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 bucks uh, is yeah, I mean you, you could set in the fifties uh, for about ten bucks. So you you can you can yeah, at not, this point peanuts are probably more expensive. Yeah, that's well a good point Noah. Good point because peanuts in Bright Stadium. That's right. That's right. You would spend four dollars on tickets and seven dollars on a drink and ten dollars on a, yeah yeah. So they would they would be smart. But Rodney Orr, tell me about Tider Insider. Uh, certainly a great stocking stuffer as everybody's thinking about Christmas upcoming and a great uh, stocking gift. How can we become a member of TiderInsider.com? Well, it's TiderInsider.com. It's only $48 a year, and you can get instant access with your credit card, or if you prefer, there is an address there to send a check. And that gives you all our premium information, but also our all-sports forum, which is part of that. Um, and it's our community of Alabama fans. And, you know, Ryan, this isn't just a, a group that's out there arguing and all this. There's a lot of information. I mean, a ton of information, ton of great discussion. I mean, information that, that breaks. I'm talking about like Ward Manual at Michigan or whatever it is. I mean, how within, crazy of a story is that, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. And just, I'm talking about within less than a minute or two when this story breaks, it's right there. So, I mean, you really don't even have to leave uh, to Tider and Sider to find out. I remember uh, I bumped into someone that said, hey, you know what? 
uh, I, I was wondering who my wife was wondering who the homecoming queen was, and I said, "Hold on, let me check Tider Insider," and and uh, there it was, you know, on homecoming. So it's it's the information, whatever it is. I mean, it it appears right there almost instantaneously on TiderInsider.com. It's Rodney Orr, TiterInsider.com. Rodney, I look up at the call board, and I want to thank you for a few extra minutes. I didn't realize you and I talked for 24 and a half minutes, but uh, I apologize for going a little bit long. No, I probably rambled on, Rodney. No, no, you were great. I, I, I mean, I even saved a couple of questions. So, uh, Rodney, I appreciate you. I'll see you tomorrow at Brian Diddy. Thank you again for being a part of our show. Okay, Ryan. Take Thank care. you. Rodney or TiterInsider.com. TiterInsider.com. It's an SEC parlay pick day presented by Brian Harden Construction. Todd, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The National Weather Service in Birmingham is predicting significant amount of rain for Monday going into Tuesday for West Alabama. The storm system will bring a possibility of a strong, severe storm near south of US 80. A Moundville woman was killed Thursday morning in a single vehicle accident in Hale County. Alabama State Troopers have confirmed the victim, 74-year-old Tracy Powell, was driving a 2009 Mazda CX-9 that reportedly left the roadway and struck a tree. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday from TwinBBQ.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brian arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate, or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every tuesday and wednesday made possible by dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the big daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either location in our immediate area tuscaloosa and the original location there off jug factory road downtown northport dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere Hi. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight. The chance of a few scattered showers. The high today, 71. The low tonight, 56. Tomorrow becoming mostly sunny. The high, 68. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
recognize the senior class. I try to do this every year. I'm going to run through the senior class because if a lot of these guys, they get recognition, but many of them don't get recognition uh, except for senior day. So we're going to honor them uh, coming up here in just a couple of seconds. Uh, this senior class, 47-5 uh, and five record over the last four years, winning a pair of SEC conference championships, a national championship. We do want to thank them for their dedication to the University of Alabama. Let's read them off. Jonathan Bennett, running back. Chris Braswell, linebacker. Jermaine Burton, wide receiver. Zarian Courtney, wide receiver. Justin Abobe, defensive lineman. Robert Ellis, tight end. Kyle Flood, junior, linebacker. Jalen Key, defensive back at the University of Alabama. Tresmon Marshall, linebacker. Jace McClellan, running back. Caleb McDougal, defensive back. Seth McLaughlin, the center, the offensive lineman, big leader part of this team. Malachi Moore, defensive back, certainly a big leader there. Will Reichard could break a record all time when you talk about points. Quindarius Robinson, linebacker. Charlie Skihan, uh, it is tight end. Jordan Smith, linebacker. Tim Smith, defensive lineman. Adam Thorslin, tight end. Bennett Weisenhunt, linebacker. Roydell Williams, running back. Sam Willoughby? And that is a wide receiver, and I hope I didn't get that wrong. But uh, either way, we want to salute those guys for being the seniors at the University of Alabama. They will be recognized pregame at Senior Day. We'll take just a minute to salute those guys. Let me run through these spreads, and then we'll go to our first caller. And the first caller, you know, he says every week that he's tired of picking the tiebreaker, and then he's the first caller out of the gate, Paul and Lincoln. He's been waiting longer than anybody Unless he wants to give that privilege to Bama Nick. I mean, he could give it to Bama Nick. Bama Nick's up there. But Bama Nick got beat by about four minutes and 50 seconds there. So he's been waiting for a long time. Chattanooga, Alabama. We will not have a game total for this spread, but we do have an Alabama minus the 44 and a half. And I had to dig because this is an FCS opponent. Uh, so it's 44 and a half. 44 and a half, you want to argue with me, call DraftKings, argue with them. 44 and a half is where we'll lock it at. Alabama minus the 44 and a half. ULM, Ole Miss. Ole Miss minus 37 and a half, 62 and a half is the game total. Southern Miss, Mississippi State. Mississippi State minus 14 and a half, 46 and a half is the game total. Abilene Christian, Texas A&M, I could not find a line. Draft Kings, no Kings, your King, nothing. There was nothing. Uh, Abilene Christian, Texas A&M, I couldn't find anything on those, uh, that particular game. So that'll be one that we'll leave off. We'll also leave off Vanderbilt because they're playing nobody. And so nobody plays nobody. And so Vanderbilt got a bye week this week, so we'll leave them off. Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia minus the 10, 58 and a half is the game total. New Mexico State. They got more wins than Auburn. They're eight and three, taking on Auburn six and four, three and four in the SEC. Auburn seems to have turned the corner. We hope not, but it looks that way. Auburn minus the 25 and a half, 48 and a half is the game total. Arkansas going to be hosting FIU. Arkansas minus 29 and a half, 50 and a half. Whew. I'm not sure I'd take Arkansas minus anything, but 29 and a half, that's a big number. Florida, the Missouri Tigers, Mizzou minus the 11, 57 and a half. Kentucky, South Carolina. South Carolina minus the two, 52 and a half. LSU going to be hosting Georgia State. They'll do it as a favorite. LSU minus the 32, 73 and a half is the game total. Then we're putting a games, a couple of games in there that we could need some help. It is UW going to Oregon State. Oregon State minus the one, 62 and a half is the game total. Texas, Iowa State. Texas minus seven and a half, 62 and a half is the game total. Pick three. And we'll get the tiebreaker coming up in just a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Christian Miller here from the Miller's Edge, and make sure you tune in tomorrow as we will be live for our last Friday edition of the Miller's Edge live at Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village right here in Tuscaloosa. Make sure you come on by and hang out with us or call and give your score predictions on the game as Alabama will be facing Tennessee Chattanooga for their last home game in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. DanielMoreArt.com As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com Christmas time, upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms, Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. I hear a lot. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone. That's 205-342-9904. is the epicenter of college football. We've got more national titles, and there's a lot of pressure that comes with being the number one, right? I mean, they sing a song on Tuesday night, one is the loneliest number. Maybe we could play that. One is the loneliest number. Uh, You know, it's the same thing with Bama Nick. I mean, when you're up on top of that mountain, it is number one, right? It is number one. You are number one. And sometimes there's a lot of pressure that comes with that responsibility, right? You you have to make tough decisions. You have to take all the hate from everybody else. Rightfully so, sometimes uh, when you're beating everybody's brains out like Alabama is, like Bama Nick is, I mean, Bama Nick's up at the top. Uh, Paul has been so gracious to say, you know what? I have picked, I have, I have been able to say, I picked the tiebreaker a bunch. Paul and Lincoln says, you know what? If the number one caller's online, go to him. Bama Nick, you lead out the show. I hope you're doing well. 
I'm doing well, Ryan Fowler, and I want to thank Paul from Lincoln for giving me the opportunity. I know I, right, I called in earlier because I wanted to beat him. Oh, you, you can't ever Paul. beat Paul. I mean, he, he's just he's just on it. <laughs> no, I don't know what Paul does, but I called in earlier about 20 minutes before 3 and listened to the other show that was on before years. I guess, what is it, the high noon sports? Big noon, big, big noon, big noon. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. Yeah, well, they need to tighten up on this show. I got tired of hearing about checking accounts, whether people write a check anymore. They had a, the Bama broker on today. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. They don't talk about sports enough. But anyway, that's beside the point. But big shout out to Paul. He's the number one A caller to the show. Well, no, no. I mean, Danny, you, you're number Danny one. Danny G, I had, I, had to, I had to bump Danny G down. I don't know what Danny, happened to Danny G. So Danny I mean, G has officially, where did you where did you bump him down to? Let me ask that question. Well, probably him number four. Okay. So Bama Nick has officially dropped Danny G. Um, From the one, one, one beat. Man. Paul from Lincoln was 1A, Danny G was 1B, and then, uh, then I had my other picks. But, uh, but you Tomlin, know, I mean, if Alabama doesn't – Yeah, oh, Tommy is not in the top five? No, Tommy's not in the top 20. And I, that reminds me, Fowler, I heard the show yesterday. I heard old Tommy, most bored. Now, he is number one in one category on the show. You know that? You know what that is, Fowler? Mama Nick, Come on, thought, take, take now, a guess, take a guess. Okay, but hold on. Hold on. Before we get into all this, I want to remind you, okay, we're getting <laughs> to the Christmas season, okay? Well, we're getting, I, I, next I was week good last be, week. I know next week will be Thanksgiving. Right. I thought you said you were going to start being nice. <laughs> I do. I am being nice, Father. Okay, all right. So what were you going <laughs> to say? Giving, I'm giving you the rankings and... Okay, I'm so, being nice so to everybody. okay, so you're like the college football selection committee here. Okay, so that's you, right. You want to right. where, uh, where, where are you going to put I, Tommy I, again? I just told you Tommy was the number one uh, uh, in a category that I got. I don't think he's boring. I think he brings a lot to the table. He's the most boring caller on your show. That's why he's number one on that category. In <laughs> fact, Red Dog last night after he got off the phone with you. Red Dog, my buddy, Matt from Gainesville, Georgia. Oh, so you're responsible for bringing the dog in. Yeah, Red Dog was the number one caller to the other show for years. And I and he called me up. He said, yesterday, he said, Bama Nick, I want to talk to the, I want to get in on that Ryan Fowler show, you know, the game 100 point. And I said, well, here's the number. I sent you a text and said, he's going to be calling you. Uh, he said, Paul, yo, he don't call the other show anymore. He, he said that show's boring. I got boring, you know, and everything. They've, said, been well, call They've been woke, haven't they? Haven't they been woke? Right. That's right. That's right. You go and woke, they, you go they, broke. That's right. So he, I said, well, call Fowler. And, and Rich, you know, Rich from Atlanta got me to your show. And oh, he, he did? And him and Rich were good buddies. Oh, yeah. Rich is one that, you know, texted me. It's a Batman Nick call Fowler. Years, you know, a couple of years ago, so I started calling the show and been on ever since. Well, there we go. So, and Bam, then, uh, Bama Nick, I mean, I, I we say thank you for giving us that wonderful dog call yesterday. I mean, it was yeah, just, uh, yeah. He, um, now, Matt, oh, Red Dog, he's going to be a good call to your show, Father. I'm saying, I'm telling you, but he knows this 
He knows his football and he knows his stats. So That's you better okay. be. Uh, think... You better go read up. If we can't win any debates, we'll point him to the trophy cabinet. Ours is full. Theirs is partially empty. <laughs> yeah, well, he, I, he, he called me last night. I said, well, what did Fowler say about me? I said, well, he didn't say much. He just shook his head. I could tell he's shaking his head. Yeah. He, got <laughs> me, he, went, he, he got me a little fired up, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, well, I told you, he likes to fire people up. Now, he used to get on fine bones nerves all the time. <laughs> He'd get on fine bone case. All That's right. what I liked about it. Well, Barter and Nick, we got to get to this tiebreaker here. Uh, Barter and Nick, I hear you go again, Fowler, with that Barter and Nick category. Well, you you said the cuss word on my show. I what? Oh yeah, the, yeah, the other show. Shame. I know. I Shame. I know. Yes. I said no, no cuss words today. You did, and, and so <laughs> so now we're going to be nice. We're going to be nice here from here on out. But I mean, just give me. A, <laughs> Come give, on, Fowler. I mean. If, if Red Dog calls in today, you take his call, I'm telling you, he's going to be in the running for the top call. He might overtake me as the best call on your show. Oh, look at that. Right. Me, and him, me and him had a lot of battles on the other show during right. the years. Me and him had a lot of battles. All right. All right. He, he is a big Bulldog fan. I'm telling everybody. I'm telling all you Alabama the callers, y'all better be uh, – uh, Ready to put up with him. Okay, so so you know, it just kind of makes show, people mad. It's, it's Bama Nick's fault. All right, Bama Nick, I need a tiebreaker. <laughs> Have you been thinking about a tiebreaker? Yeah, I've been thinking about it this afternoon. I said, well, you know, when I got home from cleaning a house today, me and Kathy had to go clean a house. And, By the and way, you home. went you went uh, one and three last week. You suck. Yeah, don't remind me, Fowler. Don't remind me. <laughs> I know what I went. <laughs> Okay. But I went three and old the week before, and I went three and old about the week before that. Still didn't win nothing. All right, well, tiebreaker it is. You select the tiebreaker, Bama Nick. I'm ready. All right, the tiebreaker's going to be how many snaps does, does Milro get tomorrow? How many total snaps will he take from line of scrimmage tomorrow? Now I bet. I think on that. I bet that fooled you, didn't it, Fowler? I'm not going total yards. Past, I'm going how many snaps does he actually see tomorrow? Total snaps does he take from center? Bama Nick, you don't think I'm going to add all that up, do you? <laughs> He's not going to be playing more than a quarter. I figure he'll get 15 snaps from center and he'll be out. Bama Nick, I can't do that because I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the stats. They don't. They don't list that officially as a stat. Where would I? I mean, you think I'm going to sit in the press box and add it up? Well, you got to be up there keeping up with y'all. Got statisticians in the press box. That's the dumbest tiebreaker I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. Well, yes! it's something different, pal. It's well, something different. I mean, we could say how many times he went to the bathroom at halftime. That'd be something different, I but just, it wouldn't be any I, good. I could say I could have said, but well, let's. Who wins the toss of the coin at the beginning <laughs> of the game? Oh, there's a lot of variance <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> Man, Nick, we might just want to. I don't know, Fowler. We might just want to. I'm tired of trying to. I'm tired of trying to. We might just want to ask Paul for a tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm just tired of going with total yards, running yards. I tried to come up with something different that everybody might think, well, you know, he may be right. How many Bud Lights? How many Bud Lights is Bama Nick gonna drink this afternoon? No, not, no, I don't. I told you, Fowler. I told, and I heard real comments to, to Tommy that moron. 
uh, Babinick, I think he drinks PBRs now. And you said something about, well, I thought a PBR was a pro, pro bowlers association, a pro rodeo or something. Father, do I have to send you a picture of a, a Pat's Blue Ribbon beer can? Well, I, I guess. I know you don't drink. I know you don't drink. I'm, but I'll do that. I'll send you a picture of a okay. Pat's Blue Ribbon. All right. So here here we go. All right. So all right, let me come up with something. If you don't like my my tiebreaker, I'll come up with something right now. Okay. Let's go with, uh, let me think. I mean, you could go, I mean, Milrow passing because he's going to be limited, and that would influence the stats. Fair? Well, that's what I was just thinking about passing yards for Milrow. Okay. I mean, we've done right, it a million times, but. Go. It, it works. I mean, it, it's a good variance. You know what variance is? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like average. <laughs> Not really, Let's go, but we'll right, say we'll this go. just for you. Well, whatever, Fowler. You're getting on my nerves now, Fowler. I'm trying to – I don't have me a few mellow highlights today, and I'm trying well, to I think. I sound a little bit pissed. You're right. I am. Sorry, I Coach. Am. I'm sorry. I'm trying to <laughs> no, coach him. That, that Coaches, no, that no that's, that's Nick Saban. He's mad because you won't pick a dead gum tiebreaker. Well, I mean, I've heard everything in the world all season about tiebreakers. I get tired of trying to predict yardage and passing yards and well, running yards. Well, we need yards. something with a lot of variance. A lot of variance. A lot of variance. Variance is well, like you, you've got a number of range. Let's say something ha can happen. Like Milro could throw for zero yards or he I, could throw for 400 yards. Well, that would be a lot we, of variance. Heads or tails I, is just a, what is a dichotomous answer, right? Yes or no. Yes, yeah, heads or tails. A bit of a bifurcation, you might say. Yeah, there you go. How about we go, how many uh, fumbles does he have during the game? Can we go fumbles or, or <laughs> how about uh, turnovers? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't pay oh, me oh, enough oh, money, oh, Bama. Brother, this guy <laughs> stinks. I, I'm making they you don't bank, pay me enough money. Bank. They don't pay me enough you, money. I'm making, uh, I'm making you work for your help, paycheck. Help, please. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. Can somebody do the all last right, three hours right. of the show, please? No, Does I'll be calling back later on. I'll call you back later on and get in again. Okay. Okay. Give, give me. I'm, hey, I'm all, gonna, gonna, all right. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Um, Hell, let's go, go total passing yards. Thank the Lord. Yes, praise the Lord. All right, JM passing. Got it. All right, now we got to pick three teams. This may be a bigger challenge than what we thought. Uh, <laughs> no, I got my teams all picked. Go. This is going to be quick. Okay. All right, I want, I want Southern Miss plus the points. All right, USM got it plus the points. Uh, pick number two. Pick number two. Let me have the uh, – what did you say the under was? I mean, over and under in the Georgia game. 58 and a half? <laughs> Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I thought she said well, you yeah. had them quick. Well, I do, but I, I, I right. knew you was, was reading off the lines so quick, and, and well, I was my trying, lines that I'd always checked into right, were different. Right. You, what do you want? I want the under in that game. Under in the Georgia game. Got it. Yeah, and, and I want Missouri. Mizzou. Got it. And then and give the, me the middle row passing numbers. Oh, shoot. He'll be out in the first quarter, so I'll figure about 175. Wow. Oh, he has a big quarter then. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I'm thankful like he did against Kentucky. Roll Tide. I got to run, Bamanek. Thank you so much. Roll Tide. This has been dynamic. All right, uh, Ryan Woo! Roll Tide. He said he was going to take us to the top. <clears throat> We're on our way. T-Town Tide 100.9. 1230 WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
at North Last Horse Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastures Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastures Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside Pastures Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. The longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. SEC Parlay Pick Contest. Bamanick took the first segment and the second segment. Paul and Lincoln, it's all your fault. We're going to get to you in two minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday for power equipment. If you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at North Power Equipment sits two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight. The chance of a few scattered showers. The high today 71, the low tonight 56. Tomorrow becoming mostly sunny, the high 68. And Sunday a sunny day with a high at 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan Byer. It's breaking news in the NFL as Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is going to miss the rest of the season because of a torn ligament in his wrist. That's football. You're going to get injured. Things are going to happen. You're going to have to overcome things. Everybody's overcome things in their career to get to where they're at. Everybody in that locker room has. Everybody across the league has. You know, this is nothing different from anything anybody else has experienced. It is what it is. Burrow said he felt a pop in his wrist when he threw a touchdown pass in last night's loss to the Ravens. Jake Browning will now be the Ravens starter moving forward. The NFL, by the way, is investigating whether the Bengals violated the league's policy on reporting injuries. As it appeared, Burrow was spotted wearing a brace on his wrist as he entered the stadium. Burrow said today that he was just wearing a compression sleeve. The Vikings are listing wide receiver Justin Jefferson and running back Alexander Madison is questionable for Sunday's game in Denver. Michigan fired linebackers coach Chris Partridge following reports he allegedly tampered with evidence connected to the sign-stealing allegations. Pray to God I see headlights 
in 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for rally I can see my baby tonight So rock me mama like a wagon wheel Rock me mama any way you feel Hey mama rock me Rock me mama like the wind and the rain Rock me mama like a southbound train Hey mama right, We welcome you back me. into the game We're also watching is Cincinnati Bengals because he's a big Bengals guy. Did they talk about Joe Burrow being out for the remaining part of the season? Uh, that is now being confirmed by Adam Scheffler. And, I, think, uh, I think we touched on it a little bit. Well, uh, here's how it's going to impact possibly. Uh, you got to keep your eye. I don't know exactly what the Bengals will be doing. Uh, Jake Browning is the backup quarterback. You know who the backup is for that that's on the practice squad? That would be our very own A.J. McCarron. So he might get a chance uh, he benefited last time, and Cincinnati benefited from him stepping in. So maybe, maybe you could see A.J. McCarron get a chance when you look at the quarterback play in the National Football League. I know I'm on a media chat with uh, uh, Gary, Rodney, Drew, and one other, and, and we talk about it quite often. I mean, you, you look at the quarterback play in the National Football League, and you say A.J. McCarron can play. I mean, he, he can be a um, a field general out there, and uh, we'll see. We'll see exactly how that works out. Paul and Lincoln Oh, my heavens. How are you? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Ryan, is Tuscaloosa ready for the moccasin invasion, my oh, friend? Oh, I can tell, man. They have lined up. The interstate has shut down coming from Chattanooga. It, I'm just joking, by the way. I don't want people to freak out. But uh, I can tell that the mocks have traveled well, man. They look impressive, group of fans. Oh, I'm telling you. Ryan, if you, if you, uh, if you had to put... Um, if you had to put a money, a price tag on the value that Bama Nick has brought to your show, what what do you think it would be? It would definitely be in the red. <laughs> red is in <laughs> negative. Negative. Yeah. Oh mercy, Ryan. Um, value, value, um, value. Well, I just looked at the Dow Jones. It was up $1.81. Um, I would think that Bama Nick would be somewhere around that number. Well, you know, like I said, I had I have made so many, you know, tiebreaker or given so many tiebreaker questions. I thought it would be uh it would be I thought it would be an honor to kind of defer that to the greatest caller in in sports radio talk history. That's right. And, uh, and you tried to honor him. And it's kind of I like, did. I did. It's kind of like senior day tomorrow. If these players right. don't show up, they don't get honored. But you I tried wanted, to I, honor him and he didn't show up. It was it was I, a swing. I and wanted miss. to I wanted to recognize him as the caller that he is. I mean, he is the he is the undisputed, undefeated heavyweight champion of callers. And um Ryan, he um I, I almost think he, uh, he 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 missed the bell. Uh, the bell rang, and you, you know you figure the the you know the heavyweight champ would would uh, would would walk out to the middle of the of the ring. It, I was beginning to to worry about my my buddy Bama Nick, but uh, you know, um, you know my my tiebreaker question, Ryan, just just to get it out there, 
What would, it, be, what, it, what would it have been? Yes. My tiebreaker question, Ryan, was going to be, what would the announced crowd of the game tomorrow have been? You know, that is a great question because you do think about tomorrow. you got a team that's engaging, and we want to send this team to Auburn with a lot of you know momentum. Yes. And don't give me yes. the excuse for people – if you tell me you can't find tickets, I will do my best to try to find you a couple of tickets. They're all over the place. They'll pay yes. you to go. Exactly. But that was going to be my tiebreaker. But, uh, you know, you finally cornered uh, poor old Bama Nick into giving you one, so we'll just we'll go with total mill oh, it, it was great, too. I mean, it was... Uh... <laughs> well, Ryan, I, 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 will, I will say this, Ryan. It was... You remember a couple of years ago, Ryan, when uh, Quick Dave had the Quick Dave had the tiebreaker question one week, and it was Jamison Williams' total return yards plus receiving <laughs> yards. And then the next caller was um, Super Joe. Was, was Super Joe, and Super Joe his his answer to that tiebreaker question. Was the first answer was eight hundred yards, Ryan? And you, 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 you thought, you, Joe? Would you repeat that? Are you sure? You sure you want to go eight hundred? And and then by gosh, you went to nine hundred yards. That was one of the greatest fifteen minutes of your show that I have ever listened to, Ryan. The show, the show was off the rails for those fifteen minutes, and and it was a good thing we were at the top of the hour break, Ryan, because I don't know if you could have blasted. You needed, you needed to come a up break. for air. Yes, you had yes. to, Ryan, because that was an epic. That was an epic, epic fifteen minutes of your show. Uh, well, and, it was and great. he wanted me to add up the snaps. Okay, I mean, could you? <laughs> because I looked at the stat sheet, there is no. <laughs> Ryan, you'd have been there for you'd have been there to midnight trying to get that stat <laughs> because it's not officially listed. No, and so no, I you'd would, have had to dot. Yes, dot, yeah, dot, yeah, little tally dot. sheet, and then also yeah. what I would have had to do. I promise you, if I would have said, "Okay, he's with thirty-one snaps," he's in there for thirty-one snaps. I'd have came back on Monday, and I promise you, would have had an argument about thirty-one snaps. Oh, my God. We would have literally, I mean, think about it. We would have been, no, 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 no. It was 41. I saw him. You know, he was in on a punt play. Then I'd have to go back to a punt play and go, no, that wasn't him. No, no. Oh. So, yes. Oh, only only in America, Ryan. Only in America, brother. Can you have this much fun? <laughs> All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to the picks there, Ryan. Um, you know, Bama Nick mentioned Red Dog. Uh, in honor of Red Dog being a new caller on the show, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with uh, Georgia tomorrow against uh, UT Knoxville. Okay, UGA and by, and by minus the, the ten. By the way, uh, Ryan, I hope Kirby goes up there and burns Neyland to the ground. I really do. You know, and I wrote an I'm, article today. I don't write very many. I'm not a writer, but uh, I did throw up something uh, last night. Dawson got me on such a dead gum rant yet last night. Yes, he did. I yes, went he did. Last night, and you know, they say that writing is therapeutic, right? 
I went and wrote an 808 word article on tide109.com. I did. I published it. Look at it. Noah's like, no way. Yes, go look at it. I, I did. I, wrote, I mean, I just went on like a complete rant on Tide 109. So, Dawson, that was in honor of you. So, go read it. Uh, tip, tip of the cap to Dawson. Um, so, I got I got Georgia. Then give me – I'm going to take the over in the Oregon State-Washington game. Okay, uh, that would be. I, I got to memorize that one. That one's not one. Uh, here we go. How about sixty-two and a half? You want to go over in Oregon State yeah, I'm, game? I'm going to go over Ooh. in that game. Man, I'm going to go over. Can you imagine? I looked this up. That was part of the article. Is defensively, both of these offenses are high-scoring offense. They're going to be plenty of yes. touchdowns. But it's who's got the better defense that's going to win this game. In the metric right, right. side of things, Oregon State. They dominate this defensive categories. When you compare them to Washington, or, Oregon State is sneaky good. Uh, they're sneaky good. Washington, we we know what Washington is, but Corvallis, Washington at night. I'm, I'm sorry, Corvallis, Oregon at night. Um, that could be a that could be a booby trap, and I hope it is for uh, for you, Dub. And then uh, I'm going to take uh, Missouri over over Florida, uh, Ron. Okay. So you're going to go Mizzou, and Billy Napier could be finding his way back to Tuscaloosa pretty soon. Uh, Jalen Milrow passing numbers. Um, I'm going to go or do we want to go with snaps? You want to go with snaps? I was thinking, uh, you know, like. Or turnovers. You know, how many times he has a <laughs> uh, drink of water out of the Gatorade bottle? I was thinking about that would be a good number. Yeah, yeah. Or, Yeah. But I think we'll 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 stick to passing. Okay, Mark. thanks, thanks, Paul. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go 197. 197, Paul. I appreciate your roll tide. Roll tide, buddy. Hey, do you hate Auburn? Absolutely. I, I, I'm sitting here talking to you, Ryan, and I didn't even mention I've watched about uh, probably seven, eight bugs drive by my house. I'm sitting out here uh, in the yard and. Uh, I just I'm just watching them, and I know they're bugs. They know I'm a bam. But, you know, you uh, need to get I'm, like I'm, a fluorescent light that lights up, and every time you see one drive by, you could be sitting on your deck out there, and you could have like a button, and it just says Auburn sucks, and you could flip it on and flip it off, and every time one drives by, you could go Auburn sucks. I yeah, mean, if I lived yeah, around I'm, a bunch I'm, of bugs, that's what I'd do. They're they're they're, they're I'm telling you, around they're uh, they're. Uh, they're, they're well invested. They're well invested in uh, in this area of East uh, East Alabama. But uh, you know, I wave my flag, and uh, there's there's absolutely no doubt where uh, Paul and Lincoln, where uh, where I stand. So, roll tide. Thanks, Paul. Roll tide, buddy. Yep. Thank you. Uh, let's continue with more phone calls, and we go here to Blueberry Steve. Blueberry Steve. Good afternoon. You're in the game. Hi, Ryan. How are you today? Good. How many it's times fine. will Jalen Milrow take a uh, swallow of Gatorade? Uh, six, but I would prefer... Six, I, okay. I, your, your, your show is so entertaining. I much prefer uh, his uh, um, Bama Nick's uh, um, uh, idea of um, who wins the coin toss. That's, <laughs> that's definitive. That's <laughs> A lot of variants there. A lot of variants there. Um, you know, you know, I, I'm not very good with my southern accent, but 
I would like to paraphrase one of my favorite characters, Foghorn Leghorn. Okay. That boy, he's about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> that he is. That he is. Uh, but, well, and, and, and Bama Nick... You know, he's a good... You know, and, and here's the crazy thing. Bama Nick has written me some very lengthy emails... He writes very, very well. I'd like to recruit him for the website, Tide109.com. Um, oh, I read your article. I read your article. You did? Uh, that you were talking. Yeah, what'd you think? Yeah. I mean, that, that was, it really wasn't an article. It was a rant. It was a rant in name of Dawson. I know. I know. I know. I know. I heard, I heard that. I you, heard you read that. it? What'd you think? What'd you think? I think, uh, I think it makes sense. I, huh. I, I mean, but I, I especially agree with, I especially agree with, what you said about um, we need to hope, obviously, that uh, that uh, the Bulldogs win. You know that that that's really important. well. And I even got really a little, little spot in for Bucky's. How about that? Bucky is a uh, beaver, right? Is is Bucky a beaver? Oh. Is Bucky a beaver? Bucky? Yeah, I think so. That little monster that's on that service station. Yeah, is, it's a he's a beaver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't have an Oregon State shirt, go to Bucky's yeah. and get you a Bucky shirt. There you, you can. Go. And you can root for the Beavers. Uh, go Oregon State. We need you to do a little favor for us. Thank you. Iowa State, we're looking right. at you too. And be honest with you, it's 6.30 and 7 o'clock start tomorrow evening. So you have 6.30 and 7 on your start. So, so we'll be busy. Uh, let, me give you my, let, let me give you let me give you my – once you're on the subject. Actually, I, I just wanted to say something uh, before I give you my picks, a couple quick things. Um, I was listening to uh, Robert calling in yesterday. And actually, I agree with him uh, about about the twelve team playoff because he he said a point that really is important because there's going to be the four top teams will get a buy. Everybody will be playing for that buy, so that means the regular season will be important. Does that well? Mean, but, you, and and Robert's up next. He's after you. And I was actually going to debate this because what did you and I just talk about fifteen seconds ago? That we're going to be watching Oregon State. And Iowa State. Yeah. If yeah. we had a 12-team playoff, would we give a darn? Um, no. We wouldn't. No. Because no, we wouldn't be I fighting for one of those four spots. We would just be wanting entry in, right? We would just be wanting not a buy, just we would be in. So it would not have no, as but, much interest. No, but that, no, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm not, I'm not, a, like, I'm not an expert on this. Really, I'm far from an expert, right? I learn a lot, honestly. I do. I'm, I'm very, very, you know, uh, honest about this. But, but I think that getting that buy is so important because in, in the 12-team playoff, because then, I mean, you get that one-week rest while the other teams are going to be beating their heads up against each other, and and that, and I think that that would. The regular season would be would 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 be definitive on that. I I, I just honestly I think I think Robert's point made sense to me. Um, one last thing: we all agree. We've talked several times, you and I. Uh, we we've all agreed that the, the TV money is driving everything, right? It Pretty is. Much? It is. So, how about if we uh, start a campaign? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know social media. I'm not on social media, but maybe uh, one you you guys could do it, or somebody who wants to do it. Uh, 
to to try and convince ESPN to devote one or two hours of programming to cover those committee deliberations because you've said, and I agree, 100% that transparency would be very important. Would that not be like one hour or two hours of one programming? One hour. Would- Give me the meeting minutes. Yeah, that, that that I'm sure everybody across the country, not just region, across the country would be interested in in seeing that. Anyway, that's my uh, that's my two cents. I agree. All right, Blueberry Steve, give me three picks. What do you think? Okay, so first of all, I need to give a shout out to my buddy Bryce from Des Moines, who okay. is a, an alum an alum of the Ohio State. Okay, and uh, I'm picking them. Uh, well, I am I, picking. Ohio State is not on our list today. So, sorry, sorry. Iowa State. Did I say oh, Ohio Iowa State? State. Iowa State. Iowa State. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's from Des Moines, Iowa, he, and his 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 his. All right. uh, uh, Iowa yeah. State plus so seven Iowa, and a half. Pick number two. I'm going with uh, Oregon State. I'm, I, I, as per your article, <laughs> and then and then I'm going to go uh, Mizzou. Uh, uh, Paul Paul influenced me. I think I was going to go Alabama, but those points are okay. Mizzou, Oregon State, Iowa State, and then Jalen Milrow passing numbers: two hundred and seventy-seven yards. Two seventy-seven. I got it. Blueberry Steve, Montreal, Canada. Thank you, Blueberry Steve. Roll Tide, buddy. Right back to you. We'll break here. We'll continue with more of the game. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The National Weather Service in Birmingham is predicting significant amount of rain for Monday going into Tuesday for West Alabama. The storm system will bring a possibility of a strong, severe storm near south of US-80. A Moundville woman was killed Thursday morning in a single vehicle accident in Hale County. Alabama State Troopers have confirmed the victim, 74-year-old Tracy Powell, was driving a 2009 Mazda CX-9 that reportedly left the roadway and struck a tree. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments 
Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks, but plenty of heavy traffic. Let's start with McFarland. It's heavy all the way from Scotland up to University Boulevard, and then across the river from Rice Mine Road to Watermelon. Lurleen heavy downtown, and then across the river up into Northport. At 69 northbound, heavy from Bear Creek to Scotland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication i-beam installation brian harden construction every friday made possible by brian harden construction tide 100.9 tuscaloosa weather the sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight the chance of a few scattered showers the high today 71 the low tonight 56 tomorrow becoming mostly sunny the high 68 and sunday a sunny day with a high at 69 i'm james Spann on the abc 3340 weather center on tide 100.9 it's 70 degrees in tuscaloosa the best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. Welcome you right back into the game. we got Brent Beer coming up in just a couple of minutes, but I'm going to try to squeeze in Robert. Robert, i got about three minutes. Let it rip. I hope all is well, man. Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Hey, uh, hey you know, I'd be, um, I would have been more interested in the tiebreaker being uh, Ty Simpson's total yards in the game. Whoa. Now, that would have been <laughs> See, Robert, that's why you should have been the top dog. <laughs> yeah, that would have been very interesting. I'm hoping. I, th- I think you might actually have more uh, yards in the game passer than Jalen Milrow. Uh, before it all said and done, if if everything goes like it should, and we you know Jalen Giant Simpson's the first uh, second half, Jalen Milrow's the first half because Alabama put the game away. I like that. Uh, you asked question. You a question about you know we interested in, in uh, Washington or no Oregon, Oregon State. I'm less concerned about Alabama not jumping to Oregon. I think if Alabama wins out, they would jump Oregon at, uh, in in the final poll because they would have beaten number one Georgia, like you all said. Georgia remaining number one is. Pretty, I mean, it, we, that's what we kind of, that's what we really need. Uh, I think that affects, we, we all know it's a joke that Oregon's ahead of Alabama and Texas right now anyway, given the strength of schedule. So I think they would finally come to their senses if Alabama went out and make them jump on uh, Oregon. But to answer your question about the, uh, you know, would we be interested? That's what everything, it depends on the circumstance. And, if, you know, in the 12-team playoff, Alabama could be number 13 trying to get in. And then we would be interested. And, but if Alabama was undefeated right now because we had beaten Texas, we wouldn't be interested in it either. It would be different set of circumstances. All things depends on the circumstance. Even with the current system, if Alabama was undefeated, 
wouldn't be interested because different set of circumstances. 12-team playoff, if Alabama's number 13, which can happen, <laughs> don't, let's not fool ourselves that the SEC is going to be a monster to try to get through now with Oregon and Texas coming into the conference. So they're gonna be so it's gonna be tough. Uh so uh, the picks, uh what's the other about forty four? It is forty four and a half. Uh we got I said we cover. I got think my already pick us covering in my uh, in my pick, so okay I'm going to Alabama, uh L S U and mine I should hate to pick Georgia because I, I <laughs> it's hard to want them to win but I'll pick Georgia. Okay, Georgia minus the ten Still trying to learn this. It'll take me a couple of minutes here. LSU is minus the 32. Georgia minus the 10. Jalen Milrow total passing numbers. Where do you want to go? Um, I see. I think he's going to do. I think he's going to do double threat, dual threat today again. So I'm going to go uh, 198. 198. I got it. Bama, LSU, Georgia. Right, 198. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Right back to you. Let's continue with more of the game. Brent Beard coming up in just a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Let's go to Jacksonville, Florida. Anybody want to go? It's probably warmer down there. It's not go. bad in here. Uh, they got oranges and tangerines and peaches, strawberries. I mean, potatoes. They just, Do they have potatoes? Uh, no, that's in Idaho. Are you sure? Yeah, I, oh. potatoes are known for. I don't know if they grow too many uh, potatoes down in Jacksonville, but I mean, we could say that they do. They grow a okay. lot of stuff. It's. Uh, I'll go if they have potatoes. Well, we can we can find you a potato. Yes. I can okay, promise let's you. Go, let's go. Let's, let's go. go to Brent Beard. Brent Beard, First Coast News, Jacksonville, Florida. Brent Beard, how are you? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Well, welcome, uh, you guys too. Glad to be on with you. I want to want to throw this out early. It's a year from now, and instead of talking about UT Chattanooga, uh, we're talking about Auburn. Because Alabama and Auburn, a year from now, very well may be played this weekend in the SEC championship game played next weekend. How about that? Okay. Now, see, you bring up a really, really good point because we haven't released the SEC schedule, so we don't really know all these different things. So if you're guessing, based on all this information, are we starting the season earlier? Yes. Yes, the season, and I've seen this. I think we're more definitive on this than, than we are anything else right now. As I, I've seen in two or three different places where uh, different writers have written that the season will begin the last Saturday in August instead of the first Saturday in September. Okay. Okay. So, but, you know, I mean, listen, every year, don't we read these players? saying in, in uh, fall camp, they've had, they're have they tired of hitting each other. They want to play a game by then. So what would they do? Will they so will they cut back on spring, pra- excuse me, on fall practice, or will they just start that earlier too? Probably, probably. Uh, and 
my my other real question for this is, or is everyone going to have not one but two buys? In other words, are they going to have only one or two off weeks? I think it would be an amazing situation if everybody had two bye weeks. Uh, and Me what too. we're talking, Me too. Me too. right, right. And what we're talking about here too is basically you're ending the season, uh, and you're, you may, you look, you may have at, at least minimum of two playoff games in the month of December. So, uh, some of these times we're used to having breaks, the schedule is going to expand and, and look, I'm not saying all these teams are going to play 20 games. That's, that, that's not the point. But the point is, it's going to be fascinating, isn't it, Ryan, to see how <clears throat> how this schedule is going to come around. And uh, now, Greg Sankey said that we would uh, have the uh, the schedule what in early December. So, uh, so that I wonder if that's going to. Um, I wonder if that might come out the weekend of the SEC championship game. I would probably say so. That Friday when he does that yeah. uh, press yeah. conference, and, and we'll be there. We will be in Atlanta for that, uh, and, and we'll provide coverage. But uh, that might be a, a a moment where the eyes, especially with Alabama and Georgia, if Alabama's able yeah. to go to Auburn, yeah. uh, because that will be virtually a play-in game for hopefully it'll be a play-in game for the college football playoffs. Um, okay. Um, so, Brent, do we move college football playoffs up? Because, I mean, I, I know that you're focused in on this, and maybe I've read it. I just I have forgot about it. But g- give me the four, like, the not the four bye weeks, but when will the college football playoffs, will it start yeah. earlier? Well, the – okay. Now, this year, uh, I may be off a day or two uh, – but the national championship game is going to be uh, uh, on January the 10th. And my understanding is, obviously, the national championship game uh, next year is probably going to be like the, uh, and again, we may be off a day or two here, uh, might be like the 17th or or the 24th, I don't know if we've got that yet, but we're going to be a lot deeper into January than we normally are. So, I mean, I, you know, those things those things excite me. I mean, it's just more football uh, with a lot of folks, but uh, the, getting used to the calendar is going to be uh, uh, very interesting, and it's going to be about as interesting tomorrow when these folks wake up and they realize they want to watch Alabama football and they're not going to be able to find it on any, unless you don't have further information that I do, and they're not going to find it on their regular channels, but it's going to be on SEC Network Plus and ESPN Plus. So, and, and Ryan, what, what, because you know going well this is going to happen. You've got a lot of folks who are going to, who are going to get up tomorrow expecting to find it on, on and watch it as they normally do. 
And boy, what what in the world is going to be that reaction when they are not able to uh, find it as they normally do? Yeah, no, no, it's it's a great point uh, when you think about it. And tomorrow morning with the streaming, um, you know, it's it's a little yep. bit. And and I think this is not going to go away, even though I've been reading some of the no. financials behind this. Uh, yeah, Disney's lost a ton of money on these streaming services. Uh, Hulu, yep, I has, believe it. I mean, they're trying to adjust because. And, and Brent, when we were sold this, this bag of cable cutting, right? Cord cutting. Yeah. We're going to cord. Yeah, cut. right. Heck, now I pay more for entertainment than I did when I when I had all the services. Not only well, do I have DirecTV, I got ESPN Plus, which is like this. I got Netflix, which I don't watch. My wife does. Uh, <laughs> it, it's. I mean, you start adding up, we're paying more than what we originally did way back when. When you talk about oh, yeah. the cord cutting and trying to find a way to adjust this, it, it was not a cost-saving effort on the Fowler side of things. Uh, well, but now you can watch on the you can watch on your phone. You can watch the TV on your. Well, phone. yeah, but I always so, could. So I always could do that. I've got Direct TV, so I've got an app that I could literally watch here. But but that's what cutting the cable did. Is it made it so we could watch Netflix on our on our iPhone? Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I want to go back to and go back in time. I mean, this. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I understand. Mean, I mean, but it, well, I mean, I'm, I keep watching these streaming services and and really, if you think about it, ESPN's double dipping. They are because sure you're, they pay, are. you're paying yeah. your, your direct TV or, you know, whatever your cable right. vision or charter or mm-hmm. Comcast, you're paying them <laughs> a portion of your bill goes to ESPN. I think it's like eight dollars, nine dollars per subscriber is going there. Then you're also paying another fee for them to stream ESPN Plus. So ESPN, why are you going broke? You, yeah. You're literally oh, yeah. dipping really? multiple different people. Well, but see where we're going with this too is when the playoffs begin, there are, and, it, and it probably won't be more than one or two, but we're we're going to have a playoff game on streaming service. I mean, Notre Dame for the last two years has had one of their regular season games on Peacock. So, you know, the question is, <clears throat> for all of us, would be, uh, you know, you got your remote ready, set, go. How quick could you find Peacock? Oh, Lord. It, it would take me. See? See? Uh, That's what I mean. Well, here, here's, what I do, here's what I do, Brent. I don't want to sound like I'm old-fashioned, but if I can't ever get it to work, I just call for my daughter. Hey, I cannot get this darn thing yeah. to work. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yes. That's what I'm having to do uh, because, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like I'm old Tommy, but there's many times I can't get it to verify. Uh, and now they've also got, so like where you could subscribe to Peacock and then Brent Beard could be a nice guy and give me yep. his username and password. Yep. Now yep. they also have the location services on, and if I'm not close to Brent Beard's house, then it won't work. That's right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now I've got YouTube TV, which I, I actually has helped me with that, um, and you've got basically everything. But, look, I'm just being realistic here, and – and I'm being and look, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of here. I mean, my my nine year old granddaughter knows more about te- technology than I do. So I hear you uh, when you're doing this, but uh, I, I, people 
are not going to be really, they really are not going to understand what the, all this means until they're going to be faced with the, that's the only way to watch their team like, like your listeners are going to be tomorrow. Brent, let's spend a little time here talking about Alabama, not Chattanooga, but talking about the long-term yeah. prognosis. Um, when you look at Auburn, let's just assume they beat Chattanooga. They'll be favored against Auburn. We'll assume that uh, they'll play well against Auburn, and, and maybe they'll knock them out early in the Iron Bowl. They go to Georgia. Um, are you in the group that says there's no way if Alabama stops, a, at that point will be a 29-game winning streak, I guess, against Alabama, or at least, uh, excuse me, against everybody else uh, for Georgia. They've won two in a row. Alabama beats them. They'll be undefeated in the Southeastern Conference. They would have a 9-0 right, and right. record. Uh, are you in the group that says Alabama could still be left out? Because I am. Well, well I, look, anything can happen with this committee, but – it would be, uh, to me, it would be unprecedented to uh, uh, to have a Southeastern Conference champion to be left out of the playoff. So, I mean, it'd be great if they started the 12-team playoff this year, frankly. But here's here's what's happened here, and you've talked about that, I'm sure, all week, is the fact that we have not had the normal upsets as we normally do. So, I mean, we could have two tomorrow, uh, Texas and Iowa State and Washington and Oregon State uh, or possibilities for upsets. And that would help Alabama tremendously um, if that happened. But, I mean, I hear what you're saying. And if you've got, if you've got an undefeated team, let's just say you've got a Florida State undefeated and wins the ACC, You've got Bama that wins, and um, and there they've got one loss compared to no losses. But Alabama's win over Georgia would be significantly better than anything Florida State's done. But, but my question: <clears throat> What's that committee going to do? Well, I'd like to take it out of their hands and just let Iowa yeah. State beat Texas yeah. this weekend and let Oregon State beat Washington. Right. I would feel right. a little comfortable going in if you're able to win the SEC into that selection yeah. Sunday. I agree. I think that's very true. And, um, I mean, either, either one of them would, would benefit Alabama. I mean, Washington's been teetering on the edge for the last several weeks. In Texas, with Brooks, they're running back out on an ACL. That certainly hurts them too. So, um, but that, that those games are going to garner extreme interest uh, that are coming up. Yes, Georgia traveling to Knoxville. Do you give uh, the Fighting Volunteers any type of a chance? No, zero. No. I mean, after that. They, whipping they took last week yeah uh, and a credit yeah. to eli drinkowitz for getting this team uh, mm -hmm. to play at this level mm -hmm. pretty awesome no question no question joe milton is not going to be georgia uh, i mean we saw joe milton in person i mean now look that doesn't mean tennessee can't run the ball a little bit they've got a good front seven that they could stay in the game and in, in, in nailing and and have a uh once a year um, uh, battle 
to where, to where they could be in it late. But I, but I really just don't see that happening. I, I just think Georgia's like Alabama, that they're improving by leaps and bounds, and Tennessee just doesn't have the personnel this year to beat them. Brent, there's a lot of great college football on this weekend. We're going to take it all in. We're going to watch it. And, uh, you know, I guess there is a benefit for having an 11 o'clock start. You get a chance to get home and you'll be able to watch yeah, a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, you, you'll be able to catch the majority of Georgia, Tennessee, and then everybody will be around the television because 630 and 7 o'clock, there's two games that Alabama fans will probably do the split yeah. screen uh, to be watching and, and rooting for the Beavers out in Oregon State. And then also when you look at our friends uh, up in Ames, Iowa, that helped us out back in 2011. So uh, They sure did. Yeah. And, and listen, Ryan, uh, a lot of people probably haven't talked about this. New Mexico State is going to be – it could be very much tough competition for Auburn tomorrow. Jerry Kill has done a tremendous job with that team. They are a uh, – they're – they're one of your Tuesday and Wednesday favorites uh, is what they've done. They've won, I believe, eight games, first time since the mid-60s, which is amazing. But, look, New Mexico State, they, they don't have an SEC roster. I get that. They could give Auburn more trouble than Arkansas did. No, I mean, it's a it's a great point when you think about, um, you know, the, this, this football team, eight wins, six wins, and, you know, Sam Pittman. You see any way he survives? I mean, you've. What I've been told is uh, Arkansas came to Gainesville, and the beat writers talk is it, they always do. And what I've been told from some Arkansas beat writers who would know, they think that he will be back next year because they really don't want to. Uh, deal with the buyout right now. How expensive uh, or, is mean, that buyout? Do you know? Uh, I, I would have to look. Now, it's, okay. not Jimbo, it's not Jimbo Fisher type buyout, uh, but they, and it's not that they don't have money in Arkansas, uh, but, you know, the other reality is, is who do they get at this point? And I think the thought is, if they give him another year, um, which I, which they're certainly going to do at Florida, um, that it, that they would be able to get by until they can really kind of get their their ducks in a row and and it could get some. I mean, look, I like Pittman. I think he, he's a pretty good football coach. They need to get their offensive line going uh, again and, and be okay. Uh, but look, you've got a similar situation down here in Florida. Billy Napier is going to survive. There's no way they're going to fire him right now. But my my stars, Ryan, how many teams would like to end the season with LSU, Missouri, and Florida State? Yeah, great point. Yeah. Brent Beard, i got to get out of here. i got to get to this break. I always appreciate you for being a part of our show. Second helping, Travis Ryer. You can find him, First Coast News, Jacksonville, Florida, ABC, NBC News affiliate there in Jacksonville, Florida. Great radio stations like this one. Brent Beard, I appreciate you. Have a great weekend. And, and an early happy Thanksgiving, you guys, Yeah, too. absolutely. Hey, and we will not be on next Friday. We're going to do Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we'll talk to you uh, the Friday before the SEC title game. Good. Well, we'll look forward to that. And and, and with your listeners, as you continue today, give them a little bit of uh, 
a year from now, this might happen. I think well, they'd I, enjoy that. That's the part that you grab me because it just it it will it'll be different. It will be different. But, but, but I'm telling you, Ryan, uh, and I'll be quick. But people don't that people don't understand what's about to happen until you get closer to it. And this is a year from now, and they're geared toward Thanksgiving, and they're geared toward Alabama and Auburn, and and they're geared toward going to Atlanta. So uh, what we're talking about is things that have been sacred. Can you can you say that? I mean, it's almost been sacred for Alabama and Auburn to play at the end of the year when they played uh, on the Friday before Thanksgiving. And for that to change, right, Ryan, how, uh, how are your listeners going to handle that? It, it will be, it, it'll be different. Uh, it will. Uh, it will be different. It will be different. Uh, that'll be something that we'll have to wrap our head around. Brent, I appreciate you, man. Roll side. Take care, brother. We'll continue with more of the game. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight. The chance of a few scattered showers. The high today 71, the low tonight 56. Tomorrow becoming mostly sunny, the high 68. And Sunday a sunny day with a high at 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 100.9. All right, we welcome you right back into the game. I'll try to squeeze in one call right here, and we go to Bubba. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. How's it going, Ryan? I'm good. I hope you are too, man. How are you? I'm tired. I've been down at the hunting place all morning getting ready. All right. Well, good deal. Good deal. Gun season opens tomorrow. Everybody be safe out there. And I hope. Uh, I, that day was the first time I put cameras out. I got home and I got it's blowing up the phone right now in all three spots. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, Bubba, give me uh, give me three picks. Hey, what was that line on the Missouri game? Uh, the Missouri Tigers. I'm having to look. Uh, Missouri, Florida. Mizzou minus 11. Okay. I want Mizzou. Got it. I want uh, Georgia. Georgia minus, minus the, the 10. 10. 10. Yes. And I want, uh, I want uh, Iowa State. Okay. Iowa State plus the seven and a half. Tiebreaker is Jalen Milrow passing numbers. Jalen Milrow passing numbers. 157. 157. I got it, Bubba. Thank you, man. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Right back to you. It's Rumsey Environmental. It's a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Lee Sterling next. Paramount Sports. And then we're free the rest of the way home on a SEC Parlay Pit Contest presented by Brian Hard Construction on Tide 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. TBC.
ABC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is done for the season after tearing a ligament in his wrist in last night's loss to the Baltimore Ravens. The play before it happened, I landed on, on the wrist a little bit. And then the next play, you know, the touchdown pass just felt the pop in the middle of the throw. Tried to give it a go, but couldn't get it done. So, and obviously got the news today. So, not great. Now, reports say that the league is investigating whether the Bengals violated the league's policy on reporting injuries as Burrow was spotted wearing a brace on his wrist prior to the game. Burrow said today that it was just a compression sleeve. Ravens said that Mark Andrews suffered a cracked fibula and injured ligaments in last night's win over Cincinnati. He is expected to miss the rest of the season. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen questionable to face the Packers on Sunday because of a shoulder injury. The Texans will be without wide receiver Noah Brown and running back Damian Pierce against Arizona. Michigan fired linebacker Packers coach Chris Partridge following reports he allegedly tampered with evidence connected to the school's sign-stealing investigation. Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325 Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. You'll find it right there, TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can view the inventory, you can schedule maintenance if you're having an oil change or maybe it's uh, even something uh, different. Uh, you can find those tires available, uh, whether you're replacing a battery or windshield wipers or something major. It's Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. The great inventory happening right now, the most inventory we've had in over two and a half years. Right now, we're going to Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. ParamountSports.com. Lee Sterling, welcome into the game. I hope all is well. Yeah, how about yourself? Oh, it's good. Good, man. We're okay. just... Uh, you know, recapping a little bit of Kentucky, but, uh, you know, Chattanooga really doesn't grab our attention. But uh, <laughs> Not afraid of the moccasins? Nah, 44 and a half, <laughs> according to DraftKings. Uh, what, what what what's their record? Well, they've actually won uh, a few games. Uh, I think they've won seven games, so they're oh, okay. Okay. They're respectable. Seven and three, six and two okay. in the Southern Conference. Okay. All right. Um, so calm. Better than some other teams. <laughs> they're... They're uh, a paycheck game, but uh, we've seen worse. So when you when you look at this, uh, and I think they're second place in their conference. Uh, okay. So they're a respectable team, but you know Alabama's playing uh, you know much better, much better football. Um, yeah. I mean, this team may have turned the corner. Yeah. I mean, dominated Kentucky way. They started the game. It was in. The game was over early, so uh, you like to see that uh, way they took care of business, and you know just sets up uh, for a nice finish. So, so they're going to have to beat Georgia. It looks like to get in there, but um, you know I think uh, big weekend. Got to root for some other teams to lose also this weekend. Yeah, and we may ask yeah. you about some of those. Let's get to our picks, yeah. and then we may work in a couple of the. These games that Alabama fans are going to be paying close attention to. Mississippi State Southern Miss. Uh, Zach Arnett has been fired at 
Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State minus the 14 against Southern Miss. So we, we've seen this before. After a coach gets fired, sometimes there is just that one-game bump. And, I, I, you know, we might see it here. You know, also the fact that Will Rogers is coming back and, and playing in this game, they just couldn't do anything throwing the football. But uh, Southern Miss probably played their best game last week, uh, got the three wins. But uh, this is a team that, you know, gives up a lot of rushing yards, a lot of passing yards here. Uh, they gamble on defense all the time here. And uh, these Mississippi State kids know they win this game, they go into the Egg Bowl with a chance uh, to get to a bowl game. So I think that's important for them. And usually that first game, you know, they – when a team's without a coach, you know, they're, they're talking about playing time. They'd like to, you know, really please whoever the new interim coach is. And, uh, you know, since some of these guys even that are running second teams, special teams, uh, uh, they're going to do what they can in practice. And usually the level practice is, is raised for at least a week. Now, after a week, usually not so much. But uh, even with uh, the Egg Bowl, it could be. So I like Mississippi State here. I just think they're too talented. Will Rogers coming back. I think they opened it up here. I'm going to go with State here, 34-14. Kentucky minus the points against South Carolina. Last year, South Carolina dominated this game. It was 24-14, wire-to-wire winner. You know, I don't know how much Kentucky has left after they came. They just didn't show much at all last week. Maybe Devin Leary just isn't the right fit for this offense here. Play calling hasn't been great either. They opened up 5-0 versus Cream Puffs, but 1-4 straight up and against the spread after that run to start the season. So, you know, whatever they have left, they might be saving for Louisville next week. So, uh, Spencer Rattler, I think I'm going to go with a better quarterback here. Uh, not that much has changed with these two teams. I like uh, I like South Carolina. Wrong team favorite, 31-27. All right, the Missouri Tigers got a very impressive win last week against Tennessee. They also play Florida this week, and they're minus the 11. Yeah, and he even ran the football last week. I mean, I think that was one of the biggest question marks going into the year was uh, who was going to step forward and run the ball. But Cody Schrader has just taken off last week 205 rushing yards against Tennessee. So he has over 1,100 on the season. Uh, You know, how, how do you even take points here if it's not like 20 or 25 points in Florida? They've given up at least 39 or more points in four straight games. And one of those opponents was Arkansas, who doesn't have much. So uh, I, I think that we're going to see the Chalk uh, win here. Chalk has covered five of the last seven years, and the Gators, not much of a traveler, 6-15 and 15 against the spread the last 21 road games here. Missouri keeps rolling. Sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. Missouri, 40-17. All right, the Missouri minus the points. And, you know, Eli Drinkowitz has done a great job. I'm not really a believer in Billy Napier. I know he was here as a wide receiver coach at the University of Alabama, went to Louisiana, did some great things. Uh, It has not showed up well there in Florida. At some point, though. Sunbelt Billy's going to – I think he's got one more year. But we're seeing, I mean, with the dismissal of of Jimbo Fisher, they're just, you know, they just can't wait that long. There's so much money involved – for his donations. How about the, the A&M boosters uh, going out at halftime? And you could tell with their thumbs up uh, how excited they were. They probably all knew that Jimbo was going to be fired, uh, donating that check $160 million. So, uh, you know, that that's A&M. They just keep doling out the money. They just can't find the right guy. 
Yeah, but you can't buy a championship. I think that's what all that proves right. out in College Station. Because if they did, uh, it yeah. would be, it would be there. They would be in the front running. Uh, right. when, when you look at the Auburn Tigers minus the twenty-four, New Mexico State, a respectable opponent. Uh, who do you like in this game? Yeah, so New Mexico State. They usually don't do much. Usually, like sitting at like two and eight, one and nine. This point in the season. How about this? They are eight and three straight up with eight straight covers. Where did this come from? If they win next Saturday at home against Jacksonville State, they're going to be playing Liberty for the Conference USA Championship. So come a long way here. Auburn's playing good football, three straight covers. Vast majority of New Mexico State's rushing uh, yards this year. They're ranked number 12th in the country in rushing offense. You know, has been gained against unranked opposition, but... Uh, the one game against a ranked opponent, Liberty, which has a really good front seven, got 177 yards on the ground against that number two ranked run defense. So I think this is a classic look ahead here. I think Auburn wins 34-17, but New Mexico State covers. Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia minus the 10 in Knoxville against the Tennessee Volunteers. Georgia's dominated the series. I mean, the last three years, they won by 13, 24, and 23 points. And even that 13-point win last year was deceiving. They controlled the line of scrimmage. I, I, I don't know how Tennessee's going to do it. Uh, last week, they got pounded by Missouri. Missouri runs for 255 on them. Same time, Georgia, you know, when everyone's you know, talking about them maybe being vulnerable, they gained 300 rushing yards on Ole Miss. You know, let's say, you know, Tennessee falls behind. Then it's going to fall on Joe Milton. He looks great. You know, if you look, you're saying, what does an NFL quarterback look like? He's probably the guy who can throw 80, 85 yards. The problem is you just don't know where it's going to go. So his accuracy has not been good. George's pass defense given up only 11 touchdown passes on the season. They have 12 interceptions. You're not going to see many teams with more interceptions and touchdown passes allowed. And, uh, uh, then the Georgia quarterback, Carson Beck. This year, when he started the year, I thought he was a liability. By the last seven games, he's thrown for 300 yards. He's a big-time player here. I like Georgia big, 37-20. You know, we're going to continue kind of uh, getting some of your picks here. I know we'll get back to LSU and Georgia State, but let me ask you about Texas going to Iowa yeah. State. Uh, we need some help up in Ames, Iowa. Do you give Iowa State any of a chance? It's Texas minus the seven and a half. So Iowa State's done really well. I mean, they've won three of the last five games in the series. The problem is I think they're going to run into the same problem that, that Kansas State ran into. Once you get inside the 20-yard line, the windows to complete passes are very small, and they just don't have a number one receiver. They got guys, if they went to Texas, they'd be like the number four or five receiver. So they just can't get separation. And uh, Texas, I know they lost their – they're starting running back, but the other two guys behind him were projected to be the two starting running backs. So I think with Quinn Ewers back, uh, they're going to be a tough out here. I, I like Texas here, 31-21. Okay, 31-21, so that means Texas would also get the cover. Let's go to Oregon State. They're going to be hosting Washington. They'll do it as the favorite here. Oregon State, a, a small favorite, minus the one. Yeah, uh, Crazy that Oregon State's a favorite now. I, I, I never thought we'd see this. I thought we'd see Washington and you know, probably one, one-and-a-half, two-point favorite. But I think they might be on to something. This Oregon State team can run the football. 
think you're going to see a couple guys on their offensive line and their running back playing at the next level. Uh, watch this kid. Now, a lot of people have not watched Damian Martinez, number six. He is big, strong, fast, really good at reading blocks, and uh, he's going to be going up against Michael Penix, number one uh, passing offense in the country for Washington. Problem is, it could be pouring rain for this entire game, and if that's the case, I, I think it's going to be tough here for Washington. You know, teams keep taking their shot. It seems I think it's five of the last six games they've had games in single digits as far as wins, and I just think that they played their best game against Oregon. So it's going to be really tough for Washington going on the road. Beaver's really good as a home favorite, ten and one against the spread, and they're also on a seventeen and one run at home here. Usually, teams, you know, you make it far, and and you're going to be in the top ten, have a chance to play in the college football playoffs, you've got a pretty darn good defense, usually top 20. Beavers are number 33. They're ranked number 10. The Huskies ranked 101st in the country here. I like Oregon State. They beat Washington 42-35. Well, that would help Alabama yep. out. Uh, yep. Yeah, it would. Yeah, so you would not be able to find a way there. Um, are you in the camp that Alabama would be a part of the playoffs if they beat Georgia? I, I, I don't see how you keep them out. I mean, if you beat the number one team, just so long as Georgia doesn't lose this week, it would be very, very tough. So only other team that might sneak in there is might be Oregon. I think Oregon is better than Washington. They lost, uh, made a couple blunders, their coaching staff, as far as going for it too early twice and uh, didn't even kick the field goal. I think that ended up costing them the game. So uh, I think it's going uh, to be pretty tough. Uh, uh, for Oregon to get in there, but uh, who knows? I mean, it, it never, I, I can say this, has it ever worked out exactly the way you thought it was? No, never. Never, never. Yeah. So that's why, that's why it's so fun. <laughs> and that's why we, we all always debate here on our show if the 12-team playoff is going to devalue some of the regular season. I think it will, yeah. I mean, if you're sitting, you know, let's say – you know, you're sitting at undefeated or one loss and you're playing from a power conference, you're probably in. But then again, you know, home field advantage is important too. They're going to have what the – I think, what, what, what do they say? The first four teams will get by? Is that how they're going to do it? That's, that's the way they'll do it, yeah. Yeah, so you want to be one of the first four teams or there's advantage of being five through eight, get that first game at home. Lee, it's LSU and Georgia State, LSU minus the 30. Tell me how we can get this pick. Just be one of the first five callers. Call 800-400-9741. First five callers, I'm going to give them uh, the side, I think, that should be an easy winner based on the point spread, LSU, Georgia State. And uh, brought back the one-day all-access pass. Did it two weeks ago. Eight plays, $17. Uh, we went 7-1. You Normally, these things are a one-day all-access pass is 77 to $97. You want to get my top playing college football tonight couple NBA plays, college basketball plays, and also top UFC selection for tomorrow, and it's an underdog, just $17. One place, ParamountSports.com. And you've got Colorado tonight with Washington yeah. State, and then you got yeah. South Florida and University of Texas, San Antonio, Washington State, and Utah. Colorado would need to win out to become bowl eligible there to 4-6 and six football team, 1-6 in the Pac-12. 
Uh, just might be a part of that. Uh, you never know. Yep. You never know. Yep, we'll see. ParamountSports.com. Lee Sterling, I appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Take care. Thank you. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. ParamountSports.com. We're wide open the rest of the way. We'd love for you to jump in. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. We'll get to JR, George, Elias, Mitchell, and many others. SEC Parlay Pick Day presented by Brian Hard Construction on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The National Weather Service in Birmingham is predicting significant amount of rain for Monday going into Tuesday for West Alabama. The storm system will bring a possibility of a strong, severe storm near south of U.S. 80. A Moundville woman was killed Thursday morning in a single vehicle accident in Hale County. Alabama State Troopers have confirmed the victim, 74-year-old Tracy Powell, was driving a 2009 Mazda CX-9 that reportedly left the roadway and struck a tree. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments here's your west alabama traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center no active wrecks but plenty of heavy traffic let's start with mcfarland it's heavy all the way from scotland up to university boulevard and then across the river from rice mine road to watermelon berlin heavy downtown and then across the river up in the north port at 69 northbound heavy from bear creek to Skyland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Football. TuscaloosaToyota.com. A huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty see all of the inventory tuscaloosatoyota.com and tuscaloosa toyota on scotland boulevard tide 100.9 tuscaloosa weather the sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight the chance of a few scattered showers the high today 71 the low tonight 56 tomorrow becoming mostly sunny the high 68 and sunday a sunny day with a high at 69 i'm james Spann on the abc 3340 weather center on tide 100.9 it's 69 degrees in tuscaloosa 
more inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Crimson Tide football. We are talking right here on the SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Hart and Construction. I do want to remind you about the wharf camouflage options. Deer season starts tomorrow here in West Alabama. And I know we've been talking about the Big Buck Bounty. Big Buck Bounty. Uh, that also launches on Monday. And uh, hey, we're going to be uh, talking about it when you talk about uh, this weekend for gun season. You've got Hicks Taxidermist, which is going to be the official scorer of that Big Buck contest. And you can see that on Tide109.com. But let me tell you where you can get the best-looking hunting boots that you can find. Waterproof options, you'll find those. Camo options, belts, buckles, hats, uh, long-sleeve shirts, cold-weather apparel. It's the work in Western wear for the entire family. It's the wharf since 1990, excuse me, 1976. 1996, uh, 1976. That's longer than I've been alive. They've been doing it the right way. Mark and Lee, go tell them the game sent you. Wrangler, Levi, Lee, you'll find those. And if you're thinking about Christmas gift ideas, they've always got great inventory, and they're located right there on McFarland Boulevard. It's between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate. Go see our friends at the Wharf. Let's continue with more phone calls, and let's try JR. JR, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. JR, going once. Going twice, he's out. Uh, let's go to George. George, good afternoon. You're in the game. All right. No George. Maybe Elias will be there. Elias, good afternoon. You're in the game. Oh, you know I'm here, Ryan. There we go. How are you, Elias? Two in a row. <laughs> if I'd have went three in a row, I would have went home early. <laughs> no, I'm good. Now, how about you today? I'm good, Elias. I'm good. How are you, man? Man, I'm tired, but I'm good. Well, good. I'm going to make you a day. <laughs> okay, what you got? You remember SEC Parlay Pick Contest last week? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know you hit, you went 3-0, and right? Yeah, I know it went 3-0. I wasn't sure about the tiebreaker. You won. Oh, man. You That's did? What I'm talking about. That's my first one. That's my first one ever. Is it really? Okay. Well, there first you go. First one ever. Yeah, you, you went running backs at uh, 135. JR, matter of fact, he was there just a couple seconds ago. Uh, he had 150 yards. You had 135, and uh, you were the closest there. So, uh, congratulations to you, Elias. Uh, got a little gift package, right. and then a grand prize qualifier there. So, uh, congrats to you. Always good to talk right. with you, man. All so, right. been a longtime yes, supporter of our program. And uh, last week, mm-hmm. we saluted Veterans Day. I know you're a veteran, and you walked away with a prize package. So, I guess. It all just worked its way out, right? It all came together. Yes, yes sir. It all did. came together. Yes, indeed. That's that's awesome. Yeah, um, I'll be um, attending the game tomorrow as well. I'm surprising my uh, niece who's on the way here from uh, Macon, Georgia, but she's an Alabama fan. <laughs> but uh, she this will be her first Alabama game, so we're gonna um, do it big for her for her birthday. Heck yeah, that'd be a great little thing, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun to be able to. Uh, there we go. I mean, it, it. you know, this is a game that, you know, tickets are fairly easy to get a hold of. Uh, there are no excuses for those who say, well, I don't have tickets. You got 50 cents in your pocket? 
I mean, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Well, I actually had her um, tickets for the uh, Tennessee game, but she ended up getting sick, so uh, that's why we're making it up tomorrow. But I, I hope that we'll go out and salute these seniors. They've they've done a great job at the University of Alabama, and um, indeed. You know, I'm looking at tickets. Indeed. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. You got nine dollar tickets, seven dollar tickets. Um, wow. You can sit in the really, really good section for about twenty bucks. Uh, let's see what the box is. And, and I saw uh, oh, the Sky other box, day, well, seventy-eight yesterday, actually, bucks. Seventy-eight bucks in the South End Zone. Seventy-eight dollars for the South End Zone tickets. Yes, sir. I saw the uh, yesterday that they donated tickets to uh, veterans. Also I did. On I did. The, uh, yes, sir. I saw that. So, and I know Roger Hoover talked fast. about it on the post-game <laughs> show. I know he does that uh, often. They. Uh, he's got a commercial that he hits, so I've I've heard Roger talk about that, and it's something about if we score so many points, then they give a pair of tickets to a veteran. So for okay. every points, okay. so that, I think they do it uh, all the time. But uh, this is the Bama salute game, so this will be a don't know exactly what they're going to be doing different or how they're going to recognize, but uh, they will be doing a Bama salute. Uh, I know you've been a part of that for basketball, okay. uh, I think. Yes, yes, I was uh, part of the Alabama-Auburn game last year for that. Yep. Well, Elias, it was I'm, a really great experience. I am ready for three picks. Uh, talk to me. Okay, of course, you have the good guys. All right, the good guys. Alabama, uh, minus 44 and a half, pick number two. Give me Georgia. Georgia, got it. And then pick number three. And give me LSU. LSU. Alabama, Georgia, LSU. Uh, Jalen Milrow, total number of passing yards. Give me two, 252. 252. I'm, I guarantee he would have a couple of long bombs uh, come tomorrow, and then he will um, retire on the bench for the rest of the game. So you know they want to go deep on some of those passes. So that's where he would gain a lot of yards from. Okay, 252. Elias, um, stay in touch. Uh, send me a message when you're going to come by and uh, pick up your package, and uh, I'll have it ready for you. Uh, just send me a message on Twitter. I know you and I connect uh, there quite often. Send me a message. Let me know when you're going to come by. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. We're we'll doing roll tide. Right back to you. Elias helping us out there. Greatly appreciate him for being a longtime listener of the game. We'll come back. Mitchell on the other side. T-Town Tide 100.9. 12.30 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments 
Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks, but plenty of heavy traffic. Let's start with McFarland. It's heavy all the way from Scotland up to University Boulevard, and then across the river from Rice Mine Road to Watermelon. Lurleen heavy downtown, and then across the river up in the North Port. At 69 northbound, heavy from Bear Creek to Skyland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. If you talk about grilling so often, if you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in in downtown Northport, under that Roll Tide Bridge, go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark, downtown Northport, under that Roll Tide Bridge. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Mitchell, Mitchell, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Right, everything is good, my friend. What about yourself? Oh, good, good, good. Uh, just uh, go Cyclones. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of like Lee. And go Beavers. Go Beavers. Got to love the Beavers, man. Love them. Yeah, yeah I, I was. Uh, we need them next two weeks. Oregon State. I, I know. Thank you. I know. Go beat know. Washington. Go beat Oregon. And. Uh, we will be forever grateful. Lee Sterling uh, did uh, like the Beavers as well, Ryan. And uh, didn't he say 42-35 over Washington? He did. He liked, he liked Oregon State over Washington. He does not like Iowa State to beat Texas, but he thinks that, you know, it could be. It's a tough place to right. play. Now, uh, Iowa State and Texas, is that on your chart? It is. It is. Yep. Okay. I, I must have missed that when you went over the yeah, line. Yeah, tell you what, you know what, and Mitchell, I haven't done this in a, maybe an hour or so. Let me run through these lines if it's all right. Okay, sure. Uh, Chattanooga, 7-3. The Mocs coming to the University of Alabama. Alabama minus the 44 and a half. Ole Miss going to be hosting ULM, University of Louisiana Monroe. Ole Miss, 37 and a half, 62 and a half is the game total. Southern Miss, Mississippi State. Mississippi State minus 14 and a half, 46 and a half is the game total. Abilene Christian, Texas A&M. We will not put that one on there. Can't, I could not find a line anywhere. Uh, Georgia. Right. So we've marked that one out. Jimbo Fisher will be watching from his millionaire estate somewhere. Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia minus the 10, 58 and a half is the game total. Georgia at Tennessee. New Mexico State, 8 and 3. Auburn, 6 and 4, 3 and 4. Auburn minus 25 and a half, 48 and a half is the game total. FIU going to Arkansas. They'll go there as an underdog. Arkansas minus 29 and a half, 50 and a half is the game total. The Mizzou Tigers, Florida, loading the buses. They'll go to Mizzou. Mizzou minus the 11, 57 and a half. Kentucky, South Carolina, uh, South Carolina minus the two. 
52 and a half is that game total. LSU minus 32 against Georgia State. University of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, LSU 73 and a half is the game total. UW, University of Washington going to Oregon State. Corvallis, Oregon State minus the one, 62 and a half is the game total. Texas going to Ames, Iowa. Texas minus seven and a half, 62 and a half. And uh, also keep in mind now, and I wrote this on Tide109.com, running back for Texas, their 1,000-yard back, gone. He got uh, injury against TCU, so they're going to have to find a way to replace these guys. So, Texas, um, we hope you lose. We sure do. And and it uh, now Quinn Hughes is coming back, correct? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he he should be good to go. Good good to go. But uh, well, Ryan, you you know uh, where I tailgate, and I'm sitting in the lot right now, and. Believe it or not, it's capacity crowd of, of RVs. <laughs> Is it really out here for out, okay. uh, no, <laughs> no? We, we we're gonna have uh, two out of the three. Uh, there's gonna be three of the campers here. One, two are here. One's coming. Those are those are I'm tied into those three. And there's one one other uh, camper out here that's actually he's kind of tied into us too because he. He's from Panama City Beach, and one of the guys that normally comes out here is not going to make the trip. So, you it, this this whole lot this weekend should be all campers that, that are associated with with me and my gang. So, <laughs> we got the place to ourselves, man. Well, and and when you think about it, um, you know this is the final tailgating. I mean, I know I know you guys have a good time, but it's the final time to. Say adios until we All meet right. again. So, All right. That's it. That's it, man. So, we so got, you want to uh, go ahead and call out the people that are not showing up for your crew? I mean, do you want to go ahead and call them out right here? I mean, what? A- nah. I, I mean, they, the the people, one the one guy that has a camper that, that can't come, He's he owns his own business, and he's uh, he's going to be, he, he said he got swamped with stuff he's got to do, and he's got to work. Um uh, rest of today and even half a day tomorrow so i guess it's it's for a good cause he's working you know trying to make a living so i i can understand that but uh and tonight ryan uh, a bunch of us from the tailgate lot are going over to watch a little alabama basketball roll Tied. Roll so, tied. i mean i tell you what uh take the over i don't know what the over is but take it yeah I alabama mean, has averaged over a hundred points in in the in the what the three games they played. Yeah, and they set a record when you look at that number. Uh, so you got Morehead State one hundred five to seventy three, Indiana right. State one hundred two to eighty, South right. Alabama one hundred two to forty six. So you look at those points, um, Mercer. You got here yesterday because I saw you yeah. at the movie theaters. Oh, uh, yesterday. Okay. Well, I, I didn't. At least that's where they were parked. I mean, they they may have went somewhere else, but that's where their bus was parked at uh, last night when I left the radio show. So Mercer, uh, okay. here in town, we take a minute to welcome the Mercer Bears into the town. Mercer Bears. Well, uh, and Ryan, uh, about the basketball team, I mean, have you noticed anything a little different about these, uh, this bunch of guys this, this uh, season? I don't know how many highlights you've seen from the three games. Uh, they're tall. They're big. They're they're tall. They're big. Um, and I don't know how to say this without you know making myself 
sound like a, a, a well, I'll just put it this way. Uh, two or three of our starting guys are uh, Caucasian guys. They're, they're white guys, Ryan. You mean to tell I mean, me white man can jump? White man can jump, Ryan. They're they're, they're big. They're 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 tall. They're they're starting. They're, they're scoring. They're dunking. I mean, this almost looks like one of those Duke basketball teams of of, of yesteryears. I mean, I mean, we we got white guys that are playing and are scoring, and they're they're like getting like high points. Of this Grant Nelson guy, I think he averages about twenty points a game. He he's he's a he's a beast, man. I love him. Love these guys. So. Looking forward to seeing him live with my own eyes tonight over at Coleman Coliseum. Yeah, Woody, so. Woody Harrelson could jump back in uh, yeah. way, yeah. way, White way. Man can't jump. Yeah, white man can't jump. So uh, I was back in to, the, back in the eighties. Yeah. Um, so so Coach Oates may have went out and said we gotta we gotta bring a different twist to the Alabama basketball team. But anyway, let's go with three winners, Ryan. Let's go. Everybody's jumping on one side, and I believe it's gonna happen. But I gotta. I got to give myself a chance, and I may be the only one picking them. For four hours and four hours only tomorrow, Ryan, I'm not going to strike up the band. I'm not going to wear that, as Sandra Bullock said in The Blind Side, that dod awful orange, uh, orange and white. But let me take Tennessee and give me 10 to 10 and a half points. And somehow, some way, maybe they can derail the puppies. No, we no, we don't want that, Mitchell. I've tried to tell you, man, we don't want I, that. I know, Ryan, but uh, I'm I'm looking at just trying to, you know, win win me a gift card and some other things. And everybody's taking Georgia. And I, I really believe it's going to be a whitewash. But I, give me Tennessee at home. What? What? I, I'll take it. I mean, I'm t- I'm getting ten points, even if Georgia wins and doesn't demolish the team like they have been doing hey i got what do i got 10 or 10 and one half mind you point it's 10 i'll take 10 uh, plus the 10 pick number two plus plus 10 let me take as we mentioned earlier let me take those beavers lee sterling's favorite minus that one against you dub oh it'll be happy days around here if, if both of those picks come in I would agree. I would agree. We still got to take care of business, but we need help. Oregon State would right. be a nice addition. Pick number it three. sure would. And let's go, and they'll probably beat them like 45 to 10, but let's go over that 48 and a half down there in Lee County. Okay, Auburn over. And Jalen Milrow, total number of passing yards. Okay, let's go 127, Ryan. 127, Mitchell. I got it, man. Roll Tide. Hey, and, um, hey. do me a favor, Mitchell. Will you go read yeah. my article on Tide109.com? I get a dollar uh, every time somebody okay. reads that, if you don't mind. I mean, you don't have to read it. Just go and click it. I'll, I'll make sure I do that. And, hey, memo to Tennessee Chattanooga. Yeah, welcome to God's country. Spend some money. Let your football team get paid. Have a nice little paycheck and go on back home. But guess what? This is it's nothing personal. And, and, you know, but, hey, you're next. You're in God's country, and we're on a mission. Let's go. But I want Roll Tide. Thank you, Mitchell. Roll Tide. And uh, that article is published there at Tide109.com. Tide109.com. Uh, Alabama needs help. Which team should you be pulling for? Question mark. You can go read that. And I laid out 808 words uh, when you look at the University of Alabama, even give credit to, to a lot of 
you guys uh, for coming up with some of those conversation pieces there. So, Dawson, that is honor of you. I should have put that in little fine print because him and I got in a big debate earlier this week, got in a yelling match. And, uh, Dawson, that's all in your honor. Uh, let's go to J.R. Coker, Alabama. J.R., uh, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, J.R. You know, I'd like to throw stones at him, but I have I live in Coker, Noah, and the cell phone service is absolute garbage. It is. Let's try J-Rob. J-Rob, good afternoon. You're in the game. Happy Football Friday and roll tide, Ryan Fowler. How are you doing today? Yeah, happy Football Friday, man. Happy Football Friday. Now, are you one of the guys that's in uh, Tuscaloosa? I am in Tuscaloosa, but I don't know that guy that just talked. That, that, that guy, I don't know about him. He's a weirdo. Well, <laughs> he, said, he said it, but uh, yeah, I agree 100%. He sounded that you know, he sounded kind of um, when he's talking about the the the, uh, the race of the basketball players. What is he watching the basketball or, or the race of the guys playing? What's wrong with that guy? And and, and I I mean I don't care. Regardless, if it's the best, Me it's the either. best. As long as they can put the orange ball through the white net, we don't care. He's just making an observation. Maybe that's what he's okay, doing. Okay, okay, well, yeah, I don't know the guy. Well, but, and, know, and Tony made a couple of calls uh, a few weeks ago. He said he's got a little pepper in his step. I don't know what that means, but I, I, I assume it's good. I guess so. I guess so. But, hey, I am proud of the basketball team. Coach Oates is uh, doing a fine job, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go out there tonight. Take the over. Them, uh, Take the over. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, you're right, because uh, they, they broke the century mark the first three games. And one thing about that, they didn't have starters in to the end of the game to get that 100. They had some of the walk-ons and the bench warmers come in and push them over that century mark. So that's that's a good thing. And this is part of the Emerald Coast Classic. Emerald Coast Classic. Oh, really? What hmm. says? Emerald Coast Classic, because they will play tonight at 7 o'clock, and then next Friday night they'll play Ohio State down in Destin, Florida, uh, against uh, against the Buckeyes. And they're not ranked, so that's kind of unusual. So Ohio State, and that will be on Flow Hops. Flow Hoops, is that right? Flow Hoops, not Hops. H-O-O-P-S, Flow Hops TV. So... So we won't be able to, be able to uh, stream that on uh, SEC Network Plus or anything like that. I don't see anything about it. It's now we'll get a notes package at some point next week, but it is a over-the-top subscription sports broadcasting and streaming service based in Austin, Texas. Flow. Chris Stewart special. Uh, sports. Um, I don't know a lot about it to be honest with you, um, but I'm looking at it. Flow. Sports and it's flow hoops and um, I don't I mean that would be a game that would be televised would it not I mean but I'm just looking straight at RollTide.com so if anybody says what are you talking about it's listed here on the sketch you got Mercer tonight SEC Network Plus and then next Friday night well, anyway let's let's talk about that next week but it looks like well I did see that on the schedule and I and it they, they, usually they have the rankings of them you know beside them yeah 
and I and they aren't ranked, so I don't know if that's unusual or seems like it is, but it's early in the season, so you know they had us picked to finish fifth in the SEC, and I I would almost guarantee we won't be finishing fifth. All right, at this point, but uh, what do you think about tomorrow? Is tomorrow gonna be a uh, chaos uh, Saturday, or is it just gonna be an ordinary Saturday? No, I think it's. I think we're going to be good. I think. Um, well, no, I. I, I think, think it don't matter. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think forty four and a half is a big number, but I, I think Alabama should be good. I think it, it don't matter what happens if Alabama does their their business, wins the SEC, we will be in. It, it don't matter what happens. Yeah. Don't you know that? That's what Dawson Have says. You heard that before? That's what Dawson <laughs> says. Well, you know, he's been right more than wrong. So we might need to jump on that train. He has. He's won two balls in the bucket from the grand prize package. So uh, the elder elder statesman of this program is Dawson. We we keep resisting, but he proves us wrong. So I might just better hush. All right. But let me go ahead and give you my picks. Okay. I know know everybody wants – the other the other team to win, but I think Washington will win on the road tomorrow. Is that plus or minus one? Uh, it is plus one. University, you want to go University of Washington? Washington, got it. Plus one. Pick number two. Uga minus ten. Got it. UGA minus the ten at Tennessee. Pick number three. What is the over in that game? Fifty-eight and a half. Uh, it is fifty-eight and a half. Yes, it is. Over in that game. Okay, and Milrow, total number of passing yards. 110. He won't be playing long. Okay. UW, uh, UGA, and UJA over 110. I got it, J-Rob. Montgomery, thank you so much, man. Have a great rest of your day. You have a great weekend, and roll tide. Woo! Roll tide. Final day to get your SEC Parlay Pick Contest. If you want to do that, 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. We'll take your predictions coming up in just a couple of minutes. Noah, I've been told that we might have a surprise guest that may swing by the studio. We may have a surprise guest. Really? Hmm. Well, someone let Saban in. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you're Alabama Credit Union, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com, Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight. The chance of a few scattered showers. The high today 71, the low tonight 56. Tomorrow becoming mostly sunny, the high 68. And Sunday a sunny day with a high at 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 69 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Man, we got a surprise guest. We may we may uh, let him break down a little uh, little hoops for us. No, you shaking your head? Okay, okay, all right. It's been a long time. This guy living in the big city of Nashville, Tennessee, in for Tuscaloosa. You coming for the game? Are you really? Okay, okay, okay. I like this. I like this. All right. Uh, we'll get also to phone calls. Tommy and Romulus Ellis Jumbo Jr. And many others. We used to not let him talk hoops. Now we will because uh, we're uh, we're pretty good. Matter of fact, your name comes up quite often with Aaron Torres because we used to get one question in. So it's good to see the guy. Uh, we'll introduce him to him in next. He was part of our show for a long time and really was a uh, part of this show building a foundation here in Tuscaloosa. We'll introduce him and we'll continue taking your predictions coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, T-Town. Tide 100.9, 12.30, WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Jingle. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customize to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Finding greed. Don Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payrolls, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wattis CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattis CPA, the official accountant of the game. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan the huge news in the NFL is that Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is done for the season because of torn ligaments in his wrist. Well, that's football. You're going to get injured. Things are going to happen. You're going to have to overcome things. Everybody's overcome things in their career to get to where they're at. And everybody in that locker room has. Everybody across the league has. You know, this is nothing different from anything anybody else has experienced. It is what it is. Now, the Ravens beat the Bengals last night, but they lost tight end Mark Andrews, likely for the rest of the season. Reports today say that Andrews suffered a cracked fibula and injured ligaments in his ankle in that win over Cincinnati. The Texans are going to be without wide receiver Noah Brown and running back Damian Pierce Sunday against the Cardinals. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel says he's optimistic running back Devon Achan plays Sunday against the Raiders. While the Vikings are listing wide receiver Justin Jefferson and running back Alexander Madison is questionable for their game in Denver. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen questionable to play in Green Bay on Sunday. He's dealing with a shoulder injury.
Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway all right, we welcome you right back into the game. It's 18 national titles, 29 SEC titles, 145 first-team All-Americans, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coaches to ever walk the sidelines. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Dot com, 3325 Scotland Boulevard, and online at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Dot com. Uh, it's the great dealership. If you're looking for a Tacoma Tundra, Forerunner, Highlander, RAV4, Camry, Corolla, it is Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. It's Brian Harden Construction, SEC Parlay Pick Day, and we're going to get back to those phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes, and we'll interwork these. But, uh, you know, anytime you get an Alabama game in, uh, we always bring some guests in, and uh, – I mean, Chattanooga's a big opponent, and this guy happens to live up there. Marquise Munson, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm only here to watch Alabama versus Chattanooga. I'm so excited about this game. It's been on my schedule for a long time, one of the most anticipated <laughs> football games of the year. Even more than Michigan, Ohio State, this is the game I'm looking forward to. Noah, is that mic completely on over there? Is it sound okay? Does, it, does he sound good? Okay, okay. Yes, want... there we go. Okay. See, I haven't done this in a while, so okay. I'm just... <laughs> No, you sound great. You sound great, but uh, you moved to Nashville. And, I have, uh, man. It's... You know, I noticed you got a ring on your finger. Yes, married man, living in Nashville, not doing sports anymore. It's, um, it's a lot, man. A lot of changes since... Being on the other side of the glass, playing Chance the Rapper in a Hootie and the Blowfish time, its I've come a long way, Ryan Fowler. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of the success. i never forget one time you walked in and you said, uh, I think you were asking for blessings to... Um, you know, go to Nashville, and I'm like, dude, it's it's a bigger job. It's a bigger market, and, you know, little did you know that God had a plan, right? Absolutely. It, it, everything was everything happens for a reason, I think. You know, I, I do as well. I, I, I love my place here. You know, obviously, I would love to still be here talking Alabama basketball and making sure that, you know, people know that I kind of call this you did. Alabama success on the basketball court, so I'm just taking credit for that. But yeah. everything does happen for a reason. You know, I was able to move to Nashville. I was able to find refine my passion in journalism and do music. I uh, found my wife there who's, you know, a Kentucky fan, but you know, we'll, we'll let that slide. They don't really do well in football, but basketball did, so, season. So usually. did you own the smack talk last Saturday after that whipping we gave them up in the bluegrass you, you know, state? Ryan, one thing I learned about marriage over this year is a <laughs> okay. happy wife, happy life. And you tend to keep your mouth closed when things like that happen. Like, especially last year when Alabama basketball played Kentucky and Pretty much drove him off the court, and we were, you know, on the couch watching this game together, and I kind of just stayed quiet to myself, because if I knew if I trash talk, then um, this wedding probably wouldn't have happened. So I, I I keep it to myself, even though deep down I'm like, you probably shouldn't have got your hopes up when it comes to football. But basketball, they own... Uh, they, uh, they do. That is a that is a crazy. They're as crazy about basketball as we are football. I mean, absolutely. Uh, oh, trust me, I know. Catterday is a thing apparently, and it is a thing that I didn't understand. Catterday, Catterday, yeah, they they call it Catterday, Ryan. It, it is what the what the Kentucky Wildcats do. Catterday, yes, okay. I, I can't explain it. You know, maybe a Kentucky fan can, but yes, it is a thing, Ryan Fowler. Okay. All right. So we're going to get your thoughts on a lot of different things. We're also going to make some calls in here. Marquise Munson was working on our show. Uh, the best dressed Noah, the best dressed intern I ever had. 
okay? <laughs> I will never forget this guy showing up as an intern. Because, you know, like our interns now, they'll wear, like, pajamas. They'll wear, uh, like, house slippers. Um, this guy and showed snuggies. up. He... So he taught me a few words, okay? I know what drip is, okay? Okay, Okay, that's good. That's one. His drip was good, okay? He'd always have a button-down shirt. you remember this? Yes, I do. This was back when the studio was actually downstairs. 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 And I was up here with Ryan McMoney. Shout out to McMoney. McMoney. McMoney had me up here. And then, yeah, we would come down after the show. And then Ryan would see, you know, the best fit of any intern that ever walked in this building. He he did. And I didn't keep it up. When I actually got a job here, then I would kind of show up as, you we, know. we all do. We It's radio, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're in radio now. And, and I'm going to give an update on, on what you're doing here. But uh, Marquise departed as an intern, went to California. And uh, we called and said, man, you got to come back to Tuscaloosa. We want you. Uh, and we always keep note of, of people that are interns on our show that do a great job. And we had an opportunity. McMoney went to the athletic department. Yes. And that opened up the door. And we brought Marquise Munson back from California to produce this show. And uh, he was a big asset to us. And now he goes to Nashville. Initially works on sports talk radio. Yes. Worked and, for an uh, ESPN affiliate. Matter of fact, I Nashville. talked to Derek Mason about you uh, Yes, I actually saw Derek Mason um, right before one of the Titans games. He was walking towards the press box. I was kind of like walking in the game. And obviously I produced for, you know, his show and Braden Gall as well when sure. I worked in Nashville. And we chopped it up for a little bit. It was it was fun, man. I always love working, you know, in sports talk radio because you kind of built these relationships with people because you work so close sure. with these people. Like me and you worked really close together. I mean, know, I, I hung out show more with you than I did with my wife. I mean, I, I mean, think about it. I mean, we, we would spend four hours a day. Yes, so. and even at, like after the show, we would talk for an hour. Before the show, we would talk for hours. So it's always like we've built this connection, and it's a it's a long lasting and I always compliment you know my time here with you because. I learned a lot about radio. I learned a lot about the business and the industry. And I just had a good time talking to callers. Like, I'm looking at some of the callers on the list. I'm like, I remember you. I remember you. So it's just, it feels good to be back in the well, studio. It is. Bringing it is back memories. Always. So uh, are you slipping over to Alabama basketball? I mean, are you going to slip over to game? I got to support my boys, man. You know, I, I did call it, Ryan. So, you, you know, I, I just. And, and Torres brings it up often. He goes, you know, this, because I'll ask him, like, sometimes we'll feature him. Because my goal is never not to talk about a subject. I just want to talk about if, listen, if water polo becomes a thing in Tuscaloosa and that's what people want to talk about, you know, it's just like what your job is to serve the listeners, right? You play yes. the hits that they want to hear. Absolutely. Um, basketball, Nate Oates, sometimes we'll bring in Torres and almost all the questions will be about basketball. He's like, man, things have changed. When Marquise couldn't even, because we would let Marquise <laughs> ask one basketball question. And just one. And now just you got one. a whole segment of basketball. So look, I feel like I changed the landscape of basketball coverage here in Tuscaloosa. I'm just going to stake that claim. I'm just going to take that. And I deserve like a plaque for it or something, you know, some compensation. Yeah. So maybe I'll go, like, I got to support, but I, I do love Watching this basketball team, they're fantastic. Nados has done a fantastic job with this team. And, you know, obviously with losing Miller, we still got Sears on the team. Let's see, now I'm getting into my basketball spill. But okay. we'll, we'll get I to callers. We'll get to callers. I, 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 I was going to ask you, like, what is it about him, in your opinion, that has allowed him to have the success? Because I don't think 
you might have saw it coming, but there was very few people that saw this. Rico Beard, my buddy up in Detroit uh, that we used to feature, he covered him at Romulus High School up in outside of Detroit. And he used to say, he said, I'm telling you, this guy's good. He, he's a step ahead. But what is it, in your opinion? You're it's a, the buy-in, man. He just sells you on what he wants out of this team. Like, it's hard to describe it because, like, I want to kind of compare it to Deion Sanders. It's, like, less flashy, obviously, but it's just, like, if he can pull the talent that he pulled to go to Buffalo to play basketball, like, you have to give a guy like that credit for, you know, being able to sell his players on what his goal is for the team. It's He's not just, you know, coming in here and, you know, bringing guys in and expecting to win, you know, 15 games a year, and then that's satisfying for me. He's like, no, like... 20 wins or more. That's what I expect from this team. I want to play good defense. Uh, it, like that's what I think it's the buy-in for NATO to that. I, I think what it's different from Avery. Like Avery had the former player attribute, obviously. And so obviously when it comes to recruits, that's very appealing when you look at a former player in the NBA. But Nate Oates, man, he just has it's the it factor. I don't I don't really know how to describe it. It's just like when you watch this guy coach, it's like, man, that's the kind of guy, that's the kind of passion, like, I want to be around when I'm around a coach. Well, and I think the other thing is he's almost taken a little bit from the Nick Saban blueprint. Yes. Because he's he's won the living room. Yes. He's went and recruited players. Oh, this is going to sound, I hope it doesn't sound rude, but Alabama always kind of went to those yeah, we would go after high-profile guys, but nothing like this, okay? He's not back down. He's saying, Duke, UNC, Kansas, we're Alabama. We'll go to that living room, too. We'll yes. go there, and we may not get them all, but we're going to get enough. And, and now and now, when you look at how high Brandon Miller got drafted and, and you look at now he has the resume to back that up now. Hey, look what we did with Brandon Miller. Hey, look what we're going to do possibly with Sears on this team as well. Like, now he has more of antidote to use when he goes into these living rooms. I'm like, yes, look, Duke is going to get you to probably into the NBA just like, but guess what? So are we. And we have that ability to do that here too. We're not just a football school anymore. Like usually that was a way that kind of threw players off. They want to go to a team like Duke where they're kind of like the big dogs on campus. But now like, look, you can be a big dog on campus too. We're an Alabama basketball team that is good. We made it to the tournament multiple years now. And I'm going to possibly get you into the NBA as well. So you can get all the things and also enjoy some beautiful football on Saturdays as well. So I, I just think it's it's that, it's the buy-in, it's just his coaching abilities is what has gotten him to where he is today. That is Marquise Munson. We're going to take some phone calls and we're going to go right back to the phone calls here and we'll start with Jumbo. Jumbo, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, man, what's going on? I'm good. I hope you are too, Jumbo. Oh, I'm good. Welcome back there, Marquise. Oh, appreciate it, Jumbo. How's everything going, bud? Man, I'm all right. I've uh, turned my life around a little bit. I got Christ in my life and going to church and serving him. And uh, But I've been calling the shots a little bit this year, and I've been telling it pretty much like it is. But I was He's wrong on a couple of things. Yeah. Hey, of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> we all were. We all were. <laughs> he, now, so, now, now, Jumbo said we'd be nine and three, but he ain't crow like. Two months ago. Well, he, since, since Jumbo, since you're keeping it real, I'm going to ask, since I haven't been in the city, 
since the quarterback situation kind of like early on in the season, what was the reaction from a lot of people when you got your Ty Simpsons and you had Mil- Milro in the Texas game? Like, I wanted to like I wanted to feel that reaction of like what is going on in Tuscaloosa at this time. Well, let me let me let me tell you like this. Uh, I picked it. I picked Auburn to go eleven and one, beat us, uh, play Georgia in the SEC championship game, and lose it, and then Georgia the three P. Um, Auburn turned out to be a fluke, but you know I I hate Auburn, but I just felt like this was going to be one of those '93 seasons like they had with uh, that midget. What's his name? Bowden. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen, and, and that's fine. And I ate my crow a couple weeks ago. That's I, I ate my I ate my crow a couple weeks ago, but um, you know I think Coach Saban. Um, there you go. There's a crow sound. I absolutely love it. I think Coach Saban kind of, I don't want to say this in this way, but kind of shut a lot of people up and made them realize, look, I know what I'm doing when he held him out of that South Florida game. And uh, if we were to play Texas tomorrow, we'd beat Texas. I got no uh, no doubt about that. I'm really convinced with this team now. They've showed me a lot of stuff. Um, and and I'm t- really happy tell with J- Jumbo, tell Marquise what flipped the script for you personally because you met somebody. Oh, oh Lord, have mercy! Like, um, well, uh, we we were out at the hospital, you know, work out there, and I got a chance to uh, meet um, Milro, and I met um, Latham, and it was a couple of them, and the tight end, I, I can't think of his name, number eighty-one, um, uh, CJ Dupree. Yeah, Dupree. Uh, and there, there was a few other players out there. And, and just... He flipped, the on way kids, he flipped on a dime. The, yeah, the way these kids carried themselves and the way they talked, um, I mean, it would make any parent proud and make any coach proud because they were positive, upbeat, they were ready to go. Um, you know, I even got to beat Big, Big Al, which was awesome. But, uh, you know, the kids, the uh, kids, uh, the young men came out there and, and they were just uh, terrific role models, even for a 60-year-old man. And that's, that's me. Um, you know, and, and just kind of like fell in love with it all over again. So um, tonight we're going to the basketball game against Mercer. I've already made the last two. Uh, we're going to Chattanooga in the morning uh, for that ball game. So I'm looking forward to that, and uh, we're going to have a good time. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it kind of got a new fire lit underneath me. And, and I think a couple of weeks ago, Ryan backed me up on this. I predicted that we uh, went out and uh, right. put number 19 on the show. Put shelf. number 19 on the board. So, uh, But I'm, I'm in the group. See, they've kind of teamed up against me, okay? all mm. Because Get I say Ryan Fowler. I on. say we need help. We need Iowa State to beat Texas. We need Oregon State to beat Washington. I'm not one of those that goes, if you walk to Atlanta, you beat Georgia, you're automatically in. You need a little bit of help. And you don't need a lot, but you need some of these undefeated teams to have a blemish is all I'm 100%. Like, I think, honestly, if anybody from the Ohio State-Michigan game, you probably want Ohio State to win that game because – Regardless, with everything going around surrounding Michigan, I don't think the college football playoff committee is going to even want them in the four, regardless of what, what they have one loss because of everything going on. It would suck for them to win a championship and then all of a sudden they got to vacate it because sure. of the sign-stealing situation. So I think if Ohio State wins that game, they're going to find every way possible to keep Michigan out of the four. So then that leaves, you know, obviously Washington and Oregon, and then you got to 
get a winner and loser in that one. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it looks – maybe you got to get Texas to lose one more game. But looking at their last two, I don't think that's even a possibility because – Well, well let's, 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 let's put it like this. And, and this is uh, – I've always been a firm believer, and I have been at this. If you're ranked – if you win the national championship, you're the, you're the national champion, number one ranked team until somebody knocks you off. Georgia hasn't been knocked off yet. But they finish out undefeated, and we roll out with just the one loss, beat Georgia. If you keep Alabama out of the national championship, and I don't give a rat's tail what else team is undefeated, you're crazy. Because you're going to make more money with them. You're going to get more viewers. They're going to draw more. And, and they just plain deserve to be there because, uh, like some guys, there was some nerd guy in the other day, and he broke it down. Um Alabama's schedule is a lot better than these other teams. They've played better teams than they have. And I don't care if it's a Pac-10, Big Ten, whatever. You keep Alabama out, then you've made another huge mistake. And uh, the committee won't, won't get it right if they keep them out. Um, All right. Jumbo, we give me three that We belong. We belong. Okay. Give me three picks. I'm not going to pick, Ryan. Um, I, it's not that I don't want to. Um, I'm just going to stay out of it. Uh let somebody else have a chance. I won twice earlier, and I don't want to be greedy. So uh, there's a lot of people out there that would like to win and, and deserve to uh, okay. be this. So totally. God bless them. Uh, you know, good luck with your picks, and I hope you win. So it'll just make it that much more sweeter when I win that big prize at the end of the year. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Jumbo, thanks, man. Roll Tide. All right, Roll Tide. Marcus, uh, good to have you back. God bless you, son. And uh, be careful going back up yonder, and uh, don't be a stranger. Absolutely, Jumbo. Roll Appreciate you. Roll Tide, buddy. Hey, and, and, and this is a question for you, Marquez. How how big is the Alabama fan base in Nashville? Is it is it even close to 50-50, or is Tennessee? Uh, I mean, Alabama or Nashville is weird because it's such a melting pot of a lot of college teams. Like, when I go to the SEC basketball tournament, it's a lot of Kentucky fans. It's a lot of Tennessee Vols fans. So, I would say Alabama gets outnumbered, but there are a lot of Alabama fans. There's, there's even bars to watch Alabama games at, in Nashville, like a bar that is in Midtown Nashville that you can go watch Alabama games. And it's usually packed. So I just think it's such a melting pot where everybody moves to this big city and they come from all across, you know, the different schools. And I think... Kentucky and Tennessee kind of rule that area, but there are a lot of Alabama fans out there. All right, we'll continue taking phone calls on the other side. We'll take those. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The National Weather Service in Birmingham is predicting significant amount of rain for Monday going into Tuesday for West Alabama. The storm system will bring a possibility of a strong, severe storm near south of US 80. A Moundville woman was killed Thursday morning in a single vehicle accident in Hale County. Alabama State Troopers have confirmed the victim, 74-year-old Tracy Powell, was driving a 2009 Mazda CX-9 that reportedly left the roadway and struck a tree. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Everybody.